When you're constantly on the move, it's not just pits that break a sweat. From your armpits to your thighs and everywhere in between, new whole body deodorant cream and sticks from Shea Moisture are your secret weapon to staying fresh and confident all day long. Made from melanin-rich skin and packed with plant-based goodness, embrace a new era of freshness with whole body and stick deodorants from Shea Moisture. Find them at your nearest Walmart and walmart.com. And when you do, your whole body's covered. Walmart Plus members save on meeting up with friends. Save on having them over for dinner with free delivery with no hidden fees or markups. That's groceries plus napkins plus that vegetable chopper to make things a bit easier. Plus, members save on gas to go meet them in their neck of the woods. Plus, when you're ready for the ultimate sign of friendship, start a show together with your included Paramount Plus subscription. Walmart Plus members save on this plus so much more. Start a 30-day free trial at walmartplus.com. Paramount Plus is central plan only. Separate registration required. See Walmart Plus terms and conditions. Today's show is brought to you by Talkspace, the online therapy company. For a fraction of the price of traditional therapy, you can pick an experienced, licensed therapist you relate to and feel comfortable with. When you use Talkspace, therapy is as easy as sending your therapist a text. Match with your perfect therapist today for a fraction of the price of traditional therapy. Just go to Talkspace.com zone and use code zone to get $45 off your first month and show your support for the friend zone. Talkspace. It's therapy for how we live today. Okay. Welcome to the friend zone. Every time I'm in the zone. My name is Dustin. I'm Francesca, also known as Hey Friend Hey. My name is Asante. This is the friend zone. Let's start the show. I'm in the zone. You be out of space. Yeah. <laughs> you be playing with. I be on cloud nine doing fine. <laughs> <laughs> you be playing with the planets. I smoke my weed and buy my motherfucking business. <laughs> Don't give a fuck. Is that somebody's somebody. grandma? <laughs> it must be with the, with the word on deck. <laughs> Now, here's the thing about this clip this week, <laughs> oh, right? God. Because as always, the importance of the clip every week is the takeaway. What do you get from it? What can stay with you and stick to you and come on with you for the rest of your days while you walk in this earth? I like to call that wisdom. And I figure who better to get wisdom from than an old black woman. <laughs> so that clip that we just posted, that, that we just played, excuse me, hey, you bo bo, it's just on me today. That clip <laughs> that we just posted and played on this here show was from the Instagram account, the real OG Granny. She got an Instagram account. Oh, baby, she got an account. You hear me? <laughs> she's an influencer of sorts. What? So she's a, it's a, somebody's grandmother. She's literally smoking a joint. And um, she says, you know, I'll be on cloud nine doing fine, which is a temptation song. Shout out to everybody that'll get that Motown reference. But then she says, I smoke my weed and mind my motherfucking business. Now, we can't use so much vulgarity in our hashtag this week, although it is what we paid attention to in the clip. So we'll make the hashtag this week cloud nine doing fine. Okay, because once you're up there. You're not affected by anything underneath you. And with that being said, felt, and most importantly understood, I would like to welcome one, welcome all, to this week's episode and rendition of The Friend Zone, your weekly look into all things mental health, mental wellness, and mental hygiene. Because who in the hell wants a musty brain (laughs) besides Roseanne? 
Oh boy. Well, why do I want a master? Shout out to Roseanne. <laughs> Shout out to Roseanne Polyp looking ass. She sounds like she's always farting when she's talking. Okay. Her. And what? scratching her ass. She probably was scratching her ass when she was complaining on the phone about getting the show canceled. <laughs> That's what you get. That's Did y'all watch get. Roseanne back in the day? Of course. It was good. Isn't it crazy how good That's it why was? It's so heartbreaking <laughs> now. You know what I mean? That what she's a racist there? bitch. Or maybe we just didn't know. Obviously, we didn't know. We didn't right. know because that was good. Yeah. But. The silver lining, because you know there's always one. Now we don't have to feel guilty about making fun of Roseanne. Because, you know, I'll call, I'll, in a minute, I'll be like looking like they was on Roseanne. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'll say that in a minute. So now I can do it without the pangs of guilt. I'm so free. Not pain. I'm so free. <laughs> hey, friend. Hi, Dustin. What's going on, girl? How are your weekends? You know, my weekend was a whirlwind weekend, but it was good. Yes. It was good. What did you do? On Friday, I had to go to Washington, D.C. Um, there was a lot of people there, a lot of black men that gathered mm. for the weekend. Was mm. it like an event? Oh, yeah. It's an mm. annual event. Oh. Okay, about mm. being proud. I'm going all the way around oh, saying what it was. Got so, you, got you. know, you. so everybody was there, you know. <laughs> I had to slide through and, and wake them up, shake them up real quick on Friday night. So I went and showed my face and fulfilled my obligations. How crazy did everyone go when you walked into the event? Well, here's the thing. Tell the truth. I did get a great response, but what, what was so wonderful wonderful about it was because everybody had noticed the change in my physique and I've been really quiet about like going to the gym and stuff yes, you look but amazing. a nigga been cooking you know stir frying this bitch so <laughs> Uh, you know, so see if you and they're like, oh, nigga, you didn't got D, you got cocktail. You know, it did definitely give me a little yes, boner. Yes, you know? now you're going to go harder at the gym. <laughs> yeah, go harder. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, um, you know, it was a great. But anyway, so I got to see the faces of a lot of people I love and care about that I don't see a lot. So that was fantastic. Came back here, linked up with some of my great lifelong friends who just happened to be in town celebrating other occasions. Did a couple other things for work. You know, I've just been busy. Yeah, working. <laughs> what about you, Asante? I've been just all around. I actually bumped into you in Brooklyn. Yeah, Shout out to Surprisingly, Jade. Surprisingly, because I'm never in Brooklyn. Okay, look, same. I'm never in Brooklyn. It was so funny to see so many people that are never in Brooklyn in Brooklyn at the same time. Right. Because between me, you, Antonio, like all of us bumping into each <laughs> Y'all's other. Y'all all looking Jade. at each other from side to side, like, <laughs> like we in Brooklyn. Y'all. <laughs> right. <laughs> Trying to figure out when we all gonna run away. We showing up left at like nine thirty though. <laughs> sure. Look, it had to beat the Uber surge. <laughs> okay, because we know everybody's finna split. Mm-hmm. But uh, it was beautiful to see. Shout out to Jade of All Jades for an awesome event. Um, That's a cooking ass. She, Yo, she what had was on the menu? people. It was Some like nachos. Who was that? Pulled pork. On nachos, cheese. She be yanking her yeah, shit. It, yeah. it, be it was like a loaded that. nachos meal, but people <laughs> yeah. were yanking the pork. Yeah, Jay I'm can cook. Yes. <laughs> I'm telling you. But Talking they were. Yeah, she even got into an argument with with a girl oh because God. the girl was. Pissed it was taking so long for her to get her nachos. And Jay politely cheeky checked politely. that ass, didn't she? I don't know Look. about politely. <laughs> Shout out to Cookie Cookie. Slightly and politely. <laughs> Look, that's what she had did. Look, all I know is I looked over and Jay was like, have a nice day. I'm have surprised. a good day. You know, Jay, keep fucking with her. Jay will throw that pork on that girl. I'm telling you. Without any fucks given. Look, like, so that's why she didn't came. This is a new Jay. It is. Right. I, you know I, I need saying? to go ahead and go on record and give Jay an extra gold star for A, being able to cook her ass off and serve that that whole last event and B being able to deal with that woman under that pressure because it was hot it was packed everybody named mama was at that event like shaking that care about her getting her damn food I just sat here and got mad like how are you gonna get mad well you take it so don't nobody care I, bitch she starve was, <laughs> she was I think she was mad because it was selling out 
And she knew that by the time she got up to it, there wasn't going to be anything. Then cut the line like everybody else would have done. <laughs> Duh, you politely finesse right. your way to the front be of the nice line. About everybody it. know that. But I mean, that's how stressed Jade had everybody. That's, okay. that's how good, good it was. Yep, People was like for you to fight someone because yep. they're not going to get a plate. That's how you know. Yes. So, Jade, shout out to you. Shout out shout to Jade. Jade. Right, it's going to be a good summer because she apparently has a lot of events with Makosa. Yes. Which is the name of the cookout and a couple other cooking ones outside of that. So that's Jade good. is like Beyonce. Anytime you see her with braids, you know she up to something. Did she have braids at that cookout on Sunday, Saturday? Yeah, I think she did. I'm telling you, whenever you see Jade with her hair braided, you know she up to some she on her bullshit. You know what I mean? I was about to say, I remember her having on braids and that apron. So I remember thinking she could beat ass. Oh, if she had that apron on. She could beat ass in this. Fire in the hole. You better watch out. <laughs> but yes, between skirting up to Brooklyn, I was also working really hard on my show, and I also got to stop by a couple other people's shows. So I want to quickly shout Please, out Lamont Baldwin. I was going to say, don't forget to plug. Yeah, uh, Lamont Baldwin for Slay TV. Um, he's dropping his podcast, Hella Single. It's the second episode, I believe, coming out on Thursday. Um, I decided to be a part of his experience and his Yay. conversation. For your beautiful um, skin. <laughs> you know, thank you. <laughs> I've been trying to exfoliate the way Fran Tommy doing the work. Um, but yeah, I just got to sit down and have a conversation with him on. Um, life and love and all that extra stuff that I don't really talk about so that'll be interesting so, that'll be interesting listening for people that check that out great and, quality video too considering yeah. he's new in the game oh, yeah. as far as like the visual podcast so I was like dang he came out the gate it was crispy his videos yeah. on his Crispus Attic shit <laughs> <laughs> crispy Crispus Attic <laughs> no that's dope yeah yeah he's really experienced in a lot of that um, he actually has worked with Slate TV for a long time um, along with Kyle Price who did his first episode of Hella Single by the way so yeah he's experienced and I wanted to you know share with him an experience or two and <laughs> you know just talk bullshit Yeah. and speaking of talking bullshit I also got to sit with Horrible Decisions Podcast oh <laughs> wow and talk shit with them I listened because I wanted to support and <laughs> yeah, I right, had no why idea you, why you gotta be supporting friends I had Damn. no idea well I mean I knew what the podcast was about but I didn't know they were gonna be talking about my vagina <laughs> oh. you know look I see and, and, and you know and, it, and it was like five <laughs> minutes in I was like hold, hold up and look see it's me so I would never bring it up okay <laughs> Don't no. worry, because ain't one of them. The, which one of them are I playing against at your show? Because oh, yeah. I'm gonna whoop her ass. It's gonna be Weezy F, maybe. Okay. <laughs> I actually said to Weezy the reason They're that so sweet though. I, I saw Mandy B at Mandy B, the, yes. at Makosa on Saturday, and she was like, "You look really good in those jeans." I was like, "Thank you." So she the one that Jay got into it with. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> Making a horrible decision. <laughs> no, but I actually told Weezy that the reason that she was like, you know, why'd you choose me for your show? And I said, well, the only reason that Dustin's going to demolish your ass is in this competition. Or the only so, way. The only way, right? So I figured, you know, what, what better reason to pick your yeah, ass? Yeah, Dustin, they were talking about how fine you are. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> I'm still gonna win or whatever. But thank you for the comment. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So they was just checking in on me, but that was my weekend, friend. How was your weekend? Yeah, friend. My weekend was oh, good. Just shot that shirt on, looking right? bomb. Isn't okay. it cute? Setting the vibe. It's a tour yeah, shirt. You see, it has yes. a tour on the back. Um, but yeah, so it was good. I mean, you know, I don't really socialize, so it was nice <laughs> <laughs> to leave my house. <laughs> right, I threw on some cute clothes I was and did my into hair you too. 
Right? I just needed to be known. I was on the scene too with you because you know I don't go out neither. Hello. <laughs> we made the effort. Remember we made that pact yeah, with Crystal and XD. Promise. The pinky prompt. Well, not really Crystal. She kind of just side-eyed us. But. <laughs> you know, oh, okay. Right. But we made the pact that we were going to be social this summer and that was part of, you know, my rollout. Yes. And it was cool. We did a good what? Three so, hours? Social Summer 18. <laughs> Social Summer 2018. <laughs> of course, we had to support Jade because she's doing amazing things. And yeah, it was actually really fun though. I can't lie. It was fun as I hell. I had a lot the of DJ fun. Everybody, the DJ had us singing Family Matters. Oh my <laughs> God. And he all played that. the Family Matters theme song and everybody was singing their ass off. And First of so all, everybody, everybody <laughs> got to stop for half a second and then they couldn't help but sing the damn you words. Know, you can't so it was a it. moment. At first we all looked like, why is he like, doing this? why are you still playing this? And it's like, it's a rare condition. <laughs> and this day, and it's like, uh-uh, why are we doing this? And then we all just couldn't help but do it. It was amazing. Black ass moment. So it's such a funny ass day but yeah so that was fun um but anyways let's jump into the recap you guys ready yeah oh let's do so last week's episode was dustin's a wild card episode called school and life and how would you explain what it was (laughs) it was a, a great opportunity for us to like you know kick shit about pop culture topics under the guise of being you know school officials some, you know, some just some extra things that we some put in place. Creative Dustin things. Yeah, you know, we pulled a little something out of our back pocket. That's all. <laughs> and as always, you guys had a lot to say. So who stood out to you, Asante? Well, let's just pretend this is an extension of the episode, okay? Because I just have one person I want to highlight. I want to just jump right into the uh, the Twitter streets where Dustin be at. because <laughs> Me too, actually. There was just a lot of crazy, like, cool things happening on Twitter. I was thoroughly pleased and not in the shadiest of ways. But everybody knows that we just appreciate all of, like, the, the dope musical stuff here on this show. So when I seen this little girl freestyling, I... And tw- I I, I retweeted this girl and I said Miss Rap Supreme because this little girl was just kicking it and killing it and rapping in this car like turning it up if they can sign that booger eating girl from Dr. Phil <laughs> I mean, going the fuck off because I am Miss Rap Supreme. I just thought that that little girl deserved the moment. What'd you say, Mom? Where's the loot? Yes. (laughs) She's so cute, but she's familiar. I've seen her before. She she's somewhere. I on thought a it was show. Willow too. It ain't her. No, <laughs> it is not Willow. No, I recognize her face. It'll come mm. to me. Mm. <laughs> yeah. The way you do it takes me down. But yes, that was schooling life for me because that young lady, that young lady, don't need no teacher. She is schooling the rap game of and life. Okay. So what about you, friend? What did you find? So remember we talked, uh, we did the hood poll on whether you pronounce it Nietzsche <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. or NYC. So, oh, see, my mic decided to go other place. Can All right. Lady J Suarez one on Twitter said, wait, it's not E nice. <laughs> so she, <laughs> so she just, 
She would be an only child. <laughs> she only child. And no, but she wasn't the only one. There was like three other people that said, I grew up hearing that it was E-Nice. I'm like, okay. So clearly mm. we all heard different things. And I also didn't know I was school that it's owned by Diddy. Did you know that? I didn't know mm. that. No. I didn't he actually look that up, but it. a couple people told me. All he care about is Sean John. He I ain't never seen him give a damn about no Nietzsche. He nice. He NYC. Nice. I don't, I refuse <laughs> to believe it's NYC. It's, it's a Nietzsche. You know another one that fucks me up, though? Sakonis or Sakonis. Or Sakonis. Sakoni. Uh-oh, hood poll number two. But how would they write that out? Is it Sakoni or Sakoni? So write it phonetically. So like Sakoni. So S-A-W, Coney. <laughs> what about you Dustin What'd you find In the Twitter streets You know There were so many things That I found This week in the Twitter streets But I just want to say On the heels of what You brought up Asante I want to give a shout out To at that nigga Underscore Fritz Who said Give her the same energy Y'all gave that kid In Walmart Now we Ooh. all enjoy, you know, that little yodeling motherfucker in Walmart. That little bastard can sing. Okay. He got a whole signal, uh, a whole signal. <laughs> he got a whole single out now. It's amazing. But this little girl, she deserves. So I hate to piggyback off of what you said, but no, I'm, there's really a lot of support that she, you'll say, we'll wicked. get there. We're not there yet, but we'll get there. <laughs> but yeah. So I wanted to give a shout out to him for that tweet. Um, I also wanted to give. A huge shout out to at like a star 1032 who tweeted every time I hear nasty girl by vanity, I think of hey friend, hey, and look at Dustin. <laughs> yes, now, vanity. Friend, exactly, friend. Now I ain't shame. <laughs> I ain't shame. I ain't shame. <laughs> Not shame. Okay. I love nasty girl by vanity. Love sense. it. But it did, you know, I was a little jarred, you know what I'm saying, when I saw that tweet. However, I stand in it, I own it, and I'm taking you with me. So what? I love, I just I said, oh. told you the man said every time he hear nasty girl by vanity, he think about me and Fred. Do you, you ever heard that song? Do you know what it's about? You better look the lyrics I up. I know what it's about. So my thing I was, didn't, jarred, though. I didn't realize. Because at first I'm like, oh, maybe I had a moment on the show, but I, I, I mean, didn't. we did. You remember when we sang it that yes. time, but you so know, nice. still, like, okay, every what, time you hear it, you think about us, like, <laughs> you didn't but I'm honored, you know, because I want to be legendarily sexy. So I feel like this is a great yes. tweet to close it out on, you know what I'm saying? Because I want to walk in the path. You know what that poem that every black person got hanging in the living room, that footprints? I want mine to be like Vanity and them, but in a nigga way. It makes yeah, sense when you really break it down. <laughs> Thank you for coming to my TED Talk. In my own little nasty world. Okay. Wait, did y'all see that picture now that you brought up, what's his name, Mason Ramsey? Mm-hmm. That he's standing on hay and someone reads me and said, this pick is hard. I can't even get it out. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, but, but you know what? The pick but was hard, friend. But friend, I'm not going to laugh G. too hard until I see he's it. Because what if like it is a moment? And this dude was uh, like, yo, this pick is hard. The little nigga was backstage. What rapper I gotta was I got to be a Twitter nigga. I got to see both sides. Like, <laughs> he was backstage with somebody a couple of days ago, like smiling. He's totally stepped into his celebrity oh, role. totally. He was smiling with he was rappers and shit. He loves his fans. <laughs> <on> his <Instagram>. <laughs> <laughs> While signing autographs. He was made for this, but I don't know. That tweet took me. Do you see it? And then said, yo, this pick is hard, Mason. It is. <laughs> but anyways. <laughs> Isn't that funny? It's really cute, though. Woo! Okay, so. That is funny, because that is. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't going to 
see that pick is <laughs> Right. It is a cool pick. And the dude was dead serious. It got like 20,000 retweets. You know, Mason got all kind of Dr. Scholl's pads and <laughs> JL inserts in them little stinking ass cowboy boots that little bastard. Oh, my God. You know, he got all kind of cork pads and oh insoles and shit. You can't stand on your feet and hire. You know, the floor in Walmart is hard. That's some cheap <laughs> linoleum they use. So standing on your feet like that, I just want to give credit where credit is due. That's all. Are you ready to jump into this week's episode? Yes. Yeah. So we have a special guest. And I do mean special. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Damn. Everyone say hi to Mouse Jones. Hey. Yeah. Oh, God. Yeah. The one and only. Hi, Mouse. Hello. Nigga, Hello, we everybody. made it. I, you guys have made it. No, no, you, no nigga, no, you have made it. No, no. All right. So, All Mouse right. Jones has a new show. I do on the B on BET's digital platform, yes, that's and right. it is called "I'll Apologize Later." Absolutely, heartfelt. Talk. <laughs> I know you, nigga. That's heartfelt. It's from the heart, and it's amazing because if you guys remember, we had Mouse on a couple months back, mm-hmm. where he was talking to us about his podcasters, the He Man's Woman Wait. Haters Club. He Man Woman Haters Club. I was friend. close. He Man's <laughs> Woman. Anything haters that got club. the word hate, it's hard for friends to say. It yeah. is. <laughs> I get itchy. Hey. Hey. And it's from the little rascals. <laughs> <See> that. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> it's from. It's to play off the little rascals. Um, mm-hmm. So it's cool to see how you've leveled up, even just in a matter of a couple months. Thank you, guys. Thank you. So first of all, how did you get in with BET? How'd that happen? Uh, the clean version. Okay. Because <laughs> <laughs> no. I was going to tell you the truth. <laughs> tell us the Let's truth. Let's tell, uh, tell you the Hollywood version. <laughs> no. Uh, so what happened? I, I was a writer over at, I was a creative consultant at TRL. Oh. Um, Basically, I was the hip hop voice. That's what that was. Uh, if it was black, they needed some help. Uh, you gave so, them the street cred. No, don't say that. I just made the shit kind of cool. <laughs> but um, so I was over there for a while and making the best money I ever made in my life. Yeah. Um, didn't have to borrow no money for Dustin. That's the fuck. <laughs> you know, wasn't wasn't asking for Dustin for cash apps or nothing like that for a long time. Um, but. During that time, uh, I felt like I was, I would tell Dustin, I'm like, yo, I feel like I'm getting pushed to the back. Like these, because uh, originally when I got over the shout out to Andrew Goldstein, um, who who hired me over there, he was like, I want to get you on TV. I'm like, wow. hell yeah. And um, he, he got let go before he was able to do anything. So I was just literally writing for other people. Hey, this idea of working, this or working. I was just telling Dustin once, I'm like, yo, it's like, I'm, I like the money, but. I can't, it's not me. Like, nobody, I'm not a behind the scenes type of nigga. And um, I just remember, what was it? I think contract was up for renewal and they didn't renew any of the creative staff's contracts. And then um, BT reached out to my management and uh, I feel like two weeks later I was in a meeting with them and they were like, what can we do? You know, we we don't have a voice over at BT. We, um, we're safe. And I was like, yeah, yeah, really safe. And they was like, uh, what they said? They said, uh, well, what can we do? You know, what will we gain from bringing you on board? And I told her, I'm like, I'll bring this shit back if y'all give me the opportunity to. And they must have liked that shit talking because uh, the next week I had a pitch meeting. They were like, yo, come in with three ideas. I bought 10. I said, I, I said, I'll give you all of these. And like, their eyes was all like, like I was sitting with the whole digital team, a whole bunch of executives. And here they sitting in front of this this kid they've been reading and hearing about, like, oh, this, this, this little hood dude. And, 
I'm giving them all PowerPoint print. So this will do this. <laughs> and, and the the target audience is this. Uh, and then they, they love the first idea, which was I'll Apologize Later, a visual podcast um, where I'm just talking my shit and being me. And we, you know, bring uh, we bring some guests on to make them feel weird and see if I can get them to get into some trouble. <laughs> and they greenlit it. And uh, then they, before, because uh, it took like a few weeks for the contracts to get uh, together. And there were still some people who were like, well, I want to see how he is with talent. Because I've done, like I did like talking head pieces for them. I was, a, I was a cast member on a digital show they did before called um, The Double Standard. So they knew what I could do personally, but they wanted to see me how I did with guests. So um, they had a show on there called The Pull Up that they had been doing for, since February. And they were like, we want to see you, if you could, you know, revamp it, if you could do something with that. Put me on there in front of, I think it was Trade of Truth. And then that turned into DJ Esco. Then that turned into Casanova. turned into Kyle. Uh, most recently, the internet. And so I have two shows on BT now. So the pull up is mine. And then I'll apologize later. That's amazing. <laughs> so how did, right? how did you get in with TRL to begin with? Mm. How'd they scoop you up? So TRL came about. <laughs> shout out to Kazim Famu. I don't know how to say his African ass name. <laughs> Real life Kaz <laughs> on Instagram and Twitter. Him, um, which is funny because anybody who knows us knows how our relationship started into where it, it began now, where it is at, uh, where it is now. It was dope. So TRL, unbeknownst to me, I didn't even know they were coming back. Um, I guess they were going one way. And then I guess after research, they were like, no, we need to lean more hip hop. So the guy, oh, wow. yeah. So the guy said he was looking for, you know, a hip hop voice of the culture. And my name is the name that kept coming back to him. And I think he had asked Kaz about me. I was like, you know, this guy. And then literally I just came back from Miami like, and I was like, I was at the, I was at my wits end. I'm like, Yo, I've been doing this shit for like a year and a half, two years. Everybody said it ain't going to work. I mean, I know famous people now and I've done some cool shit, but I don't have no bread in my pocket. Like, I'm about to get back in the streets and do what I do. And it, I literally said that Wednesday. I lied. I said that Tuesday. Wednesday while I'm laying in bed, an email come across and they say, hey, um, looking for Mouse Jones. Kat, Kazim, and Corey gave me your contact. I hit him up, and he's like, hey, can you come in, talk about TRL? Oh, my God. And I had a job. I had a job the next day. <laughs> what? And I was there from the time, I was there from September 15th all the way up until, well, what we thought was then. And how'd you feel when you got that email? Oh, that's... You, were you like, is this I, real? I put, every, I put all the bad stuff back away. I said, all right, no need to bring this shit up. <laughs> <laughs> all right, I kind of jumped the gun. Hey, God, I was just playing. God, I was just playing. No, um, it was like, I almost threw my phone because I'm like, yeah, who's playing with me? Right. So I hit, so even before I hit him up, I hit Corey and I hit Kaz up and I'm like, yo, does, y'all know who this is? Right. And it was like, yeah, like, hit him up. I'm like, all right, cool, because right. don't be playing on my phone like that, yo. Right. And so... <laughs> Yeah, so when I went in, I'm like, yo, I've been in... Because being in those buildings isn't new for me. Being in a position to make some money in those buildings, that was new to me. So it's like, I go in there and it's like, I well, you know, wide-eyed, like, what do I do? And I'm, I'll never forget they gave me that first check. And I was like, all right, so this is it for the, the whole time? Like, <laughs> you don't ask for no more money after this, right? And they're like, no, you get paid weekly here. Oh, my God. <laughs> I was employee so of the fucking month. I'm bringing in donuts. Hey, guys. <laughs> hey. Just 
How was your weekend? You showing up early and I'm shit. I'm showing up on time, early, all kinds of shit. Holding conversations. Oh, Miles, you really, you literally paid your dues. And we've seen, like, your track, right? Yeah. And so, like, you and I have had conversations where we've talked about the importance of, like, legacy. Right. And about, like, the work that we're doing being meaningful. Meaning, meaningful. Meaningful, that too. Well, that too. <laughs> that too. No, but meaningful, right? Yes. And so now you are in alignment with a brand as, you know, huge as BET. Right. So much history with what BET means to black culture and to just people and their impression of what black culture is. Right. So what are you planning on doing? Like, what are you going to do with this opportunity to be legendary? Like, how do you plan on being remembered and different from everybody else beyond being musty? <laughs> God damn it, took the answer. Nah, but for real though. Oh, so, I know the twist is coming. Right? If I can't be nice. musty, what else can I be? <laughs> um that's a damn good question. First of all, shout out to y'all for asking a real interview question. I feel like, oh, okay. Oh, yeah. Those are going to talk shit. All right. No. All right. You somebody, nigga. Shit, oh, we can't just, you know, bullshit with you. That's the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> um, No, that's a really good question. Uh, Shit. What am I going to do? Well, number one, I think most importantly is be myself. Yes. Um, BET has never had a Mouse Jones. Amen. They've never had anything like me. Um. And I, I, although I do appreciate the comparisons to other legendary people like the Charlemagnes, right. um, like Tax Free Tax, yes. um, like the Howard Stern. I, I appreciate all of Howard those. Howard Stern, they, people they, say they, like yeah, Howard they, Stern. They, they, I love it. They got long hair. Yeah, we got long hair. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I, I, I appreciate that, right? But it's like all those dudes have inspired me, and I can only use what they taught me and showed me to be the best me possible. So you know, when I when I when I'm at BT, I'm not thinking about. Nothing else other than how I make this moment live forever. Yeah. Um, also, with BT, um, they never had any anybody to pay, or they never had anything to pay homage to, right? So, like, even with my set, I f everything you see on camera, I fought for or, like, made it a point to make sure I have. So if you look at the show, there's a big, huge wall of old BT shows that I came up like I grew up watching that inspired me to get to this moment. There's Rap City. There's Hits from the Street. There's Cedars World. Yes. There's 106 in Park. Obviously, um, I'm forgetting one. Oh no, I didn't forget. They wouldn't let me put Uncut on there. But, I was about but, to yeah. ask. Yeah, they wouldn't let me put. But that. word to Uncut. <laughs> uncut. What that thing smell like? Pause. Oh, yeah. You know what I'm talking about. bobbing on a handstand. What? <laughs> what? Oh, my 13 year old self was having what? headaches. What? I was like, this is what I've been. Because <laughs> off key, I didn't have. I told Dustin's story. I didn't have cable until the towers went down. Oh, wow. So I didn't know nothing about. BT uncut. I only could see what I could see at my friend's house. Wow. So when we got that cable, <laughs> oh, you became a new world. When I, I, somebody <laughs> said able, able, and you became because able. Because I, I discovered Taxi Cab Confessions. Yes. Oh I discovered Real Sex. Yes. And I discovered goddamn BT uncut. And my life was never the same. <laughs> never the same, goddamn it. The Holy Trinity. <laughs> <laughs> Now I always knew about the back. I always knew about the back of Channel sixty nine. I knew about the back yeah, of Channel sixty nine. Not the back of Channel because you can never get it. You uh -huh. never got the full thing. You only got the back of it. <laughs> My God, really? <laughs> but no, I say all that to say that that's what I plan to do. Like just make sure I use everything that you know that company has done. Forget everybody else for me because I feel very connected to that company. Number one, I'm black. Number two. I was the oldest kid, so I would get home before everybody and just have the TV. Yeah. So I would, so like when I'm talking to people, they're like, "Yo, you watched all of that? 
Yes, mother. I got home at two. Cedar was already on. Yeah. Then oh hits God, came Ms. on. Yeah. Shout out, yo, whoever do Cedar, I'm I'm looking for you. I want to interview Cedar. Oh, um, that would be such a But the real Cedar, I want I want to do it like I want the 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 graphic there. Like I want there to be the 3D graphic. Right. Cedar. I don't want to interview the voiceover woman. Right. I appreciate you. Right. Thank you for your contribution. Thank you for your contribution. And it's still is. <laughs> it's still in Cedar's world. That's actually a really fucking good idea. Hell yeah. More important now than ever. I wonder who she is yeah. if we know who she is. The fact that you, those type of, of nuances mm-hmm. though, right to your work, I really was going to make it special because all of that shit that you brought up was intentional. Right. You had those conversations because you wanted that tone yes. in the room for your set. And those are the things that I'm really really excited to see right. you know what I'm saying plus you know you funny and so <laughs> I think that like your style of humor right. is really going to be refreshing to the landscape right. we tell a certain type of jokes and nobody is really doing that and then I and also so, get to have like certain conversations that other people uh, <laughs> in my I don't know what they would call demographic I guess yeah. hood nigga or yeah. people that grew up in the hood <laughs> yeah. I don't know what they they, they they call me something else every, every time I say email third they refer to me as something else like uh, shout out to the grapevine because when we went to Temple it said well, everybody else had something nice to say underneath their picture <laughs> it, said, it said Mouse like king of hood talk or some shit like that I'm like yo what's king wrong with y'all yo? they're like hood perspective I'm like yo <laughs> I use 18 big words an episode for you to call me hood perspective get the fuck out of here I was so tight, yo. I feel but, like you be going out of your way to show up. <laughs> yo, I be saying like, yo, I know I'm hood, but goddamn it. I said, nigga, I said perspective. Y'all not going to respect that? <laughs> but, now, um, here's my question now right. that you took it to hood being mm-hmm. the hood perspective. Um, it's a, it's a, a chance that people yeah. take working with you because you're unfiltered. And from my understanding of you and your work, that's not really going to change. No. Uh, like I you're think not that's gonna the best like clean them. it up, yeah. I mean, clean. I, I what I have learned, and I think it's other people might look down on it, but I think it's dope. Like, so whatever y'all get to see, right? Just know there was a whole bunch of shit. T- like they told me I can't do. Oh, so boy. whatever you're seeing, is what that's they, still like a filter middle ground, right? So it's like I get to be me, but I I get to also be like a BT friendly me, right? Because I think I was having this conversation with my producer, and the way she put it was like amazing. She was like. BT wants to help you build your platform, but not at the expense of BT. And when she said that, it kind of, it kind of like drew everything in. Like I'm looking at it as this like this big view of everything. Like oh, I'm gonna do this. I'm gonna say this. I'm gonna do this. And then she brought it in, and it was like, mm, I get it, and I can't be mad at that. Right. They whoever, um, however we feel about it, somebody worked very hard, or a conglomerate of people worked very hard to build BT to be what it is now. Right. Enough, and and of course you can't let this kid come in off the street and just start saying everything and, and ruin it. So it's like it's a mental exercise. It literally is, and I feel like it's it's helping me hone my craft because like you still get to be mouse, but you gotta you just can't violate this. Right. So let me see you work. So it's like mouse it's like within an these parameters. Exactly. But do you find yourself like trying to clean it up or edit yourself mentally before you even say anything or do you oh, just say whatever no. and then no, let I them say whatever it? and I'm just like hey, y'all do what y'all want with it. <laughs> <laughs> but um I I do find myself like like uh now that I'm watching it back I never had to be on a platform that got bleeped before right so now what you can't say I can't say nigga I can't say fuck <laughs> and I can't say oh I can say it but they'll bleep it nigga fuck and I think sometimes bitch <laughs> sometimes I, they they're very <laughs> I love you, BT. But, um, <laughs> so it's just to me watching it back, right? I don't want to hear a bunch of bleeps. 
right? And I'm intelligent enough to where right, I don't have to say, all right, if they're going to bleep everything, I say, if they're going to bleep nigga every time, all right, let me try and cut down on my niggas. Got you. Right? Uh, can't cut down. I'm trying to cut down on my fucks, but sometimes you don't be giving a fuck. But other than that. <laughs> so um, you did not come here to say that you are taking Deborah Lee's job. You're taking over for Deborah Lee. Could you imagine? What are y'all doing? <laughs> first of all, I want y'all to understand when that shit came out, first of all, shout out to every, I, shout out to, I'm always amazed <laughs> When I find out how many people like support me and what I'm doing, because when that Deborah Lee shit came out, love you, Miss Deb. When that shit came out, people motherfuckers were hitting me like, "Damn, Mouse, you just got there." She left. I'm like, "Yo, yeah." What y'all was talking about, man? I'm like, "Yo, y'all have to." Ch-. I'm literally begging you. Are you like, I'm chill. straight? Shit. Still gonna apologize later. Still gonna apologize later. <laughs> Thank you, Miss Deborah Lee, for everything you did. Because <laughs> I, the thing. Mouse reminds me, you remember radio was really different back in the day. Yeah. When it had like Star and Buck Wild. Yeah. yeah. Which, I mean, the name alone says it all. Uh, Miss Jones. Not the one from Flavor of Love. <laughs> no. Miss <laughs> Jones. Let's go, Let's go. Yeah, I remember Miss Jones. Shout out to yeah, Miss Jones. Wendy and Charlemagne was just how he got his break, if I believe, you know, if mm-hmm. I remember correctly. So mm-hmm. that era of radio and media was so different than Undefeated. what it is now. It was completely <laughs> unfiltered, completely inappropriate. If I remember correctly, um, Star and Miss Jones had gotten into it. I'm, do you remember that? Because they yep. were making fun of Aaliyah. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. it was like bad. Like mm-hmm. they were doing... It was so different from what it is today. And you remind me of that same sort of like rough around the edges, right. like unfiltered. Like you're just going to say whatever comes out and it's not really. Well, I think I'm from the, the I more or less with me personally, I age up. Right. Mm-hmm. Because I'm 29. Right. So I'm born in 89. So I'm not a 90s baby, but I grew up in the 90s. Right. But I'm an 80s baby. But I wasn't I didn't grow up in the 80s. Right. And then like. So you put all that together. I grew up listening to that type of radio, like literally. Right. Like people don't understand, like people my age, our age group, we were like the first set of latchkey kids. So it was our parents at work. We come home. We got a little shit ton of time to ourselves. And it's how everybody devoted their time. I still think I might have some type of ADD or autism or something because I, I can't do anything without music. So I say that to say, like, I always had, always had the Walkman on, always had the radio going. Radio. Um, yeah, like, I stole, I stole Stretching by Beto tapes from my cousin. Shout out to oh my, my cousin God, David. Stretching I would Beto. steal the tapes from him. So it, so I'm listening to a tape from like 90, 91, and then listening to a tape from like 93. And I'm like, hey, wait, big, where's the big record that you said was coming? You feel what I'm saying? <laughs> so, like, all those guys, so Miss Jones, I, Listen vehemently. Like I'm from the era where they still played the ra- the, the the radio on the school bus. Oh. I asked my daughter that the other day. I'm just just being curious. I'm like, we hear that song on the bus. You're like, Dad, don't nobody play music on the bus. <laughs> I said, y'all don't play music on the fucking bus. Yep. I said, what that's are we funny. paying these tax dollars for? Yep. But that's what's what's going on. So like, but in between me cracking jokes on people, I'm also listening. To what's going on on the radio at the time. So Star and Buck Wild, I remember the Aaliyah Angie joke. Angie Martin, yeah, the Angie, Angie Martin. I remember sitting. It goes so far. I remember going back to when they used to do the the music battles on oh, Hot ninety seven, and I used to sit in front of it every Friday. I'm sitting in front of the radio, like, all right, who? Now I I couldn't call in because my mom don't play like that, <laughs> but that's what it is. So when 
when people say that they hear that from me, it's because that's literally what was ingrained in me. And nothing's any different today where I just would absorb all of that. Like, that's like, that's when I, I tell everybody like Martin Payne is more of an inspiration to me than Martin Lawrence. Like the character Martin on TV that worked at WZUP, that's why my show looks like it does. Yeah. Oh, I love because that. it's like that's what I was influenced by. Like talking shit. <laughs> like there, it's really an art. Yes, talking it is. shit is an art. Being able to have an actual conversation with somebody and not have to move where you're from and not offend them and, and have them stand tall on what they're doing, that's an art. And to watch those guys do it, I'm like, I gotta, I gotta do it my way. Like I have to be a part of this. But the thing that my concern with it. Mm-hmm. Is that people, like you saw with Ebro, which you have had tons of words with online. <laughs> Remember, like. We were doing so good. <laughs> <laughs> we doing but so I mean, good. I think he's a good example of just. Mm-hmm. And who knows? This could have actually been happening back in the day with the media people that right, right. we watched. We right. just didn't know because you were young. Mm-hmm. But now the game is different where the sensitivity is higher. Right. And so, you know, you can't just say whatever you want. It just doesn't work that way. And also you get uh, blacklisted, right. blackballed, you know, like Ebro did where you guys are being vocal about him. And mm-hmm. then he was kind of like, I th- think, joking online about how he was going to get people's money snatched. Oh, you're talking about what he said with tax shit? Um, yeah. Now he wasn't joking. He really did some bitch shit. You feel what I'm saying? Like he really... But that's what I'm saying. He, like, the well, thing I'm not is, saying that. The but. thing is, you got... <laughs> the thing is... <laughs> You, the game is different now. It's it. People will take a chance on you if you're good, right? That goes across the board. If people are willing to following. stand behind, not even the following, because there's more people that see past that. People will stand behind whatever you do as long as you're good at what you do. So Ebro is not good at what he does. Therefore, he has to go through a lot of rigmarole. He got to go through a lot of backdoor to hold on to whatever position he has. And that's what we're seeing with a lot of these older guys that were here at like the precipice of hip hop media and you're still in the same exact spot. So you look at a guy like an Ebro, you look at a guy like Flex and you're like, yo, why y'all still? It's really sad too. Like you feel what I'm saying? And people think it's a joke or they think I'm hating. And it's like, number one, I'm not. Like I'm just... I'm literally doing something that everybody else is scared to do, and it's letting you know I'm coming for your job. Like, I'm letting you know. I'm, I tried to be nice about it. Y'all didn't want to be respectful. Now I'm letting you know it's time for you niggas to go. And hey, let's take a little bit deep. I'm so glad you brought all that up because here's what pisses me off. You got somebody like Funkmaster Flex. Like, I grew up in Michigan. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I was watching all this shit from the sidelines. Yeah. I was obsessed with Funkmaster Flex. Dropping the bombs. Tapes. Remember he would play the song like 15 Flex times? Flex used to break records. All of that. Think about that. God. I was obsessed Legendary. with all of that. All of that. And so I had this, and maybe this is my fault. You know, I had this image of who I thought he was and what mm-hmm. he represented mm-hmm. in hip-hop. Fast forward, you know, to me understanding how media works, understanding more things about the industry from work I've done, understanding what it means to be a personality, understanding the responsibility that comes along with that. And now I look at him through a completely different lens because of comments that the nigga has made, Mm -hmm. things that he's done. And so there's a there's a there's a disappointment that exists there where it's like, damn, you let me down. Not only did you let me down, now I don't have that reverence or that respect for you professionally. So I will openly say, yeah, I'm coming for your job. He's been he's been problematic. Yes, absolutely. 
Absolutely. I'm, I'm late on that. I, but you would expect it from somebody who wears purple Yankee fitteds. <laughs> Literally. Yeah, the Yankees never wore purple. <laughs> okay. Any, everybody that, like, we don't wear, we only wear, yeah, fit. we only wear the blue Yankee fitted. And if you're really feeling froggy, <laughs> I'll let anybody cook with a Yankee fitted that they actually wore. So, like, uh, before I, like, before I started um, doing this, I would work part-time at Lids just to throw people off or whatever, right? So I was working part-time at Lids. So I got every Yankee that they came out with as long it, as it wasn't official on-field fitted. Right. The fashion ones got to stay over there. The puzzle piece shits, the, the black leather, those shits got to go over there. The those shits got to go over black there. Leather. I don't trust no nigga wearing those. You see a nigga in, in a, a green, white fitted with a yellow Yankees logo on the You got Just like, get away from... He don't care about life. Matching. He don't care about Matching. life. Matching. No, I don't do that. Like, but these dudes are also, I understand what you're saying about them making room for young blood, but they also have been there and they've paved the way for radio. For so, sure. And now it's time to move. <laughs> no, and I mean that. you go I hard mean, at them. Because you're not, because, because we, they were what we've done, what, exactly. And I've said since day one, since I had 100 listeners on He-Man Women Haters Club, since I had like 800 followers paying attention to what I said, and I'm going to say it forever. You have to be accountable and responsible with your voice. If you are not, you don't deserve it, number one. Number two, we're definitely not going to prop you up. I'm not going to continue propping up somebody who's just going to sit there. What happens when things don't grow? They die. Flex is 55 years old. Hey, hey, hey. What are you doing? No ageism. Trying, no, no, ageism, whatever. There's so many new isms. <laughs> <laughs> so many new isms. But, um, like... What are you bringing to the culture that is pushing the culture forward? Icy Hot. <laughs> you're not even getting a hip-hop Icy Hot sponsorship, nigga. <laughs> like, you're not even getting, like, old brands to fuck with you. Like, Flex, what's your Eddie Bauer? Oh, Eddie like, Bauer. Oh, the Eddie Bauer beats would be fire, son. I'll get my dad two pair. Oh. Like the, like the Ford. documentary. You remember the Ford Explorers with yeah, the Eddie Bauer? Black with the tan at the bottom. Son, Let's talk I would have got my Williams. dad two of them shits if they would beat Teflon. But you are, But this is what I'm saying. You are a hip-hop nigga. L.L. Bean. And never forget. Stacey Adams. Mm-hmm. And never forget. Mm-hmm. Stacey Adams. Sansa Belt. Mm-hmm. Never forget. Mm-hmm. Funk Flex also tried to sell the culture lugs. I will never forgive him for that. Another old nigga choice. Oh, That's what I'm saying. You need Lug. the help. Just say it. Just say you need the help. Are you just... And, and <laughs> the thing about it is you're not raising up no new niggas. What happens if you die tomorrow, Flex? What happens? I'm being so honest. What happens? What happens... You want to see a nigga that, I, two, three great examples. No dick riding. This is just real shit. Three great examples of of niggas who, who who created a legacy to go on after they are long gone. Rest in peace, OG Reg. Mm. None of us are here sitting here without the legacy he created for people to come after him. Charlemagne the God. Feel how you feel about him. He go. He uses all his platforms to put on other young talent that he believes in. Now, if you're a young talent, you don't believe in. I'm sorry for you, but young talent. He had me and Ivy Rivera. He didn't have to do that. He could have been like, "Yo, I see y'all moving. I'll see y'all when y'all like 35, 40. <laughs> but he put us on his platform, prime time for us to shine on his platform. Right. And tax. 
Yes. Forget me for a minute, because niggas already know I'm going to sing his praises because I appreciate what he did for me. There's so many other people, when I mean rap artists, R&B artists, DJs, TV, loving hip-hop bitches. Like, there's so many people (laughs) that he's put in place to win, and they're still winning while he's behind the G-Wall. You feel what I'm saying? It has so much other shit set up. So much other shit about to cook. This is what I'm like. This is what it looks like to really leave a legacy and really touch the culture. And if you can't do that, and you've been here all of the years, I don't know how old is hip hop. Flex has been here since the beginning. What new What New York DJ is he putting on? Mm-hmm. Like this is what I'm asking you, Ebro. They They lost a great chance in Scotty Bean. Yeah. Great chance. Young talent touched mm-hmm. the culture, speaks to the people, and you let her go. Because for whatever you should have gave that nigga the world, honestly, whatever she wanted, you should have gave him. Because that is your way to bring him. That is your way to bring Hot ninety seven back. Today's episode is also brought to you by Flex, a life changing new product that serves as an alternative for tampons, pads, and menstrual cups, and it gives you the most comfortable period. Flex can be worn for up to twelve hours, and it's easy to change on the go. Once it's in place, you can't even feel it at all. It's truly, truly innovative. It works against leaks, odor, and irritation, and it's completely body safe. FDA registered, hypoallergenic, made without BPA, phthalates, latex, or silicone. And it's the only internally worn product not linked to TSS. They actually just sent me a box a few weeks ago. And lucky for you guys, sorry, TMI, but I'm on my cycle, so I'm trying it on as we speak. And it's absolutely comfortable, just like it says in the ad. Now, I can't give too much of a review because clearly it's the first day. But I will definitely let you guys know by next week's episode (laughs) what my cycle was in its entirety. But they are absolutely right that it feels like you're not wearing anything at all. Definitely comfortable for your menstrual cycle. So go to IHateTampons.com. Wow. Okay. Now (laughs) use the promo code FRIENDZONE to get an additional 30% off of your first purchase. That's promo code FRIENDZONE at IHateTampons.com for 30% off flex. That's I-H-A-T-E-T-A-M-P-O-N-S.com. Wow. (laughs) Once again, I hate tampons.com for 30% off of your flex. It works. Check it out. Support for today's episode also comes from HelloFresh. HelloFresh is a meal kit delivery service that shops, plans, and delivers your favorite step-by-step recipes and pre-measured ingredients so you can just cook, eat, and enjoy. Each box is delivered each box is delivered right to your door in recyclable insulated packaging and made up of fresh responsibly obtained ingredients from carefully selected farms and high rated trusted sources. Plus, with the simple recipes outlined on pictured step-by-step instruction cards, you can feel confident in your cooking. There are even lots of one-pot recipes that require minimal cleanup. So you can spend less time meal planning and grocery shopping each week and get that time back to do more of what you love. HelloFresh really has saved me. I'm busy as hell and being on the go and trying to uh, concentrate on my fitness and shit. It's a lot to manage. And so if I have something in my dis- at my disposal like HelloFresh, good fresh ingredients like they said, where I can cook it, add a few seasonings so that's a little more black. It's delicious. I love it. So shout out to HelloFresh. It's absolutely a great thing to be a part of and to support. 
It really is. Yes, yeah, Fran be using it. Yeah, you're less likely to eat a bunch of crap if you have like all those awesome ingredients in your house and something easy to whip up, especially after the gym. Especially after the gym. Hell, sometimes before. That too. <laughs> you know? Pre-workout. So HelloFresh is all right with me. Bottom line, for $30 off your first week of HelloFresh, visit HelloFresh.com forward slash friendzone30 and enter the code friendzone30. That's HelloFresh.com forward slash friendzone30. Offer code friendzone30 for $30 off your first week of HelloFresh. How would you, what do you think you could bring to the table if you did get the opportunity to take over New York radio? I'll bring that shit back. I'm me. There's not another me there. There's not somebody who can have the conversation. The thing about it is, and I didn't do this on purpose. I, it just, it's just growth, right? It's just the way you grow. You can't control that. I'm able to have a conversation with any and everyone within our culture, number one. There's a lot of people in our culture that can't talk to people in our culture. It's shown all the time. That's true. Watch a Hot 97 Ebro interview. And that's the last <laughs> thing I'm going to say about him. <laughs> Look at that. <laughs> There's a lot of people in our culture that can't have or won't have a conversation with our culture. I will have, I've proven it. I will have a conversation with a gay person, a transsexual person, a uh, Whatever you want to be, whatever you are, you come on, have this conversation. I have a conversation with people I don't like. Come on, Hotep, bring your bum asses over here. Let me talk to you about your stupid ass. Come on. Give me some gardening tips, you smart gardening motherfuckers. Like, whatever it is, nobody, I promise, and when I say this, it's going to sound like just somebody else beating their chest, but nobody can have a conversation like me. It's impossible. And I can give you that and also be in tune with the culture. So now I'm going to give you the great conversation. Then I'm also going to know what records to play. Then I'm also going to know who to bring up. You're going to get a new energy. The energy in New York radio outside, the energy at in New York radio outside of power, I mean, outside of Breakfast Club, shit is dead. Shit is, shit is dead. You bringing in motherfuckers from across the country to, to do New York radio. How'd that work? I would love to be on the radio. <laughs> Fuck that shit I would now, You crazy The Grapevine TV Shout out to Grapevine Shout out to uh, Ashley Acuna And Donovan Thompson Yes Who are abroad right now Doing some no, very awesome work Oh they back Yeah they back uh, Well mm-hmm. welcome back niggas um, <laughs> You heard that through the Grapevine <laughs> <laughs> I heard, I heard it through the Grapevine Jesus Do you think that or After hearing some of the things That you've had to say today Is that part of your grounds For uh your practice grounds for, for sparring. Grapevine? Yes, uh, because I feel like when you have to get yeah. up there on that panel and discuss certain things, mm-hmm. you, know, you have to be ready to really, you know, say some things and back right. up what you're saying right. and go up against some really heavy, lofty opinions. And you, honestly, Mouse, and I'm not saying this because you're sitting here, right. I, you hold up your weight, like, right. more than some of those people that have, like, 50-page thesis yeah. ready when they show up. Like, you, sometimes you show up and I feel like you can break it down in a matter of seconds and— right. And, you know, really give people that grasp of understanding versus some of these people that just take the point all the way to the left and, you know, give responsibilities to people that ain't even thought about. Right. Um, You can't you you can't put too much weight on words. I think people and and, and me, most of all, anything I say on that panel, I feel and I owe uh, if you take 35, 40, I'm, I'm bad with math, mind you. We're dealing with 100%. We're trying to get to 100%. Here. <laughs> but if you take 35, 40%, maybe 45, and you give that to the OGs who, you know, 
plucked me in and really put me under their wing once they see me working. So that will go to Dustin. That will go to Combat. Shut up. That will go to Combat Jack. That will go to Tax and Vok. That will go to uh, OG Rob Markman. That will go to them. The guys like them. The guys that see me. Blogzilla. That will go to them. And that will go to them. The rest of that I owe to the Reed and I owe to the Grapevine. Because I don't think I'm able to stand that tall on the Grapevine if I was still as ignorant as I was the day I walked in there. And I wouldn't be as open to hearing what was being said if it wasn't for listening to the read. The read is the first podcast I ever heard. And it was like literally the first couple weeks because when I heard it, I was like, yo, this shit is amazing. It was like mad episodes. So I'm like, I'm listening to back. So I would be working. I'd be out, outside doing what I do. And I'm listening to that, which is mad funny. If you got a juxtaposition if you get a visual of that, like I'm ice grilling niggas listening about like bussy and shit. So it's like, <laughs> so it's like, it's like, yeah, you know what I mean? I'm outside. <laughs> Shout out to my old screen name. <laughs> oh, yeah. Your screen name was bussy? Back in the day before bussy was a thing. Oh, okay. 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 <laughs> But no, it's like hearing. I'm a pioneer. <laughs> pioneer <laughs> in the bosom. But but to hear that was like a a hard lesson. Pause. That was like a lesson where <laughs> because yeah. So <laughs> I'm I'm not all the way in the you're doing the nuances, the nuances in the intersection. Yeah. <laughs> but to like hear Kid Fury and hear Crystal, two people are not from New York, two people whose experience growing up are not like mine outside of being black. It was like everything that I was saying, everything I kind of grew up with that was toxic and almost and, and practically homophobic. I had to unlearn because I wanted to genuinely hear these people because I liked them. Yeah, and I'm and I and I don't agree. Don't take that as me saying like you have to like someone to understand them because that's an idiotic way of thinking. But that was just the way that it, happened to me. Yeah. Like I heard it, and I'm like, yo, I, I love these niggas. Like, yo, this shit is amazing. <laughs> but it's like, do would I act like that with a person of that lifestyle? Would I act like that with a gay person or a homosexual person or a lesbian person if I had to deal with them face to face? And it, and it it caused me to look in the mirror and be like. I motherfucker, this shit gotta go. Like if you, especially when st- things start happening with Mike Brown and Black Lives Matter, um, especially when I got tatted on my chest, I was like, "Yo, you can't not accept no black person, point blank. It, you can't." And I was like, once I said it to myself, I'm like, I, I felt like an idiot because I said to my, I, I kind of said back to myself like, "Well, duh, nigga, that's easy." <laughs> and I never looked back. Like I've never looked at anyone any type of way. Like, and. I say that to say that's what empowers me to be able to go on these panels and speak because I know I'm speaking for our people. Yeah. And I know and I and I'm always of the mindset of if if it's not my struggle, let me not speak for it. Let me find somebody and empower them to speak up for it. So the grapevine, that's that was the that was definitely the spawn ground because it ain't talking about hip hop no more. <laughs> it's talking about some shit where motherfuckers are throwing statistics at you and right. big words. And I'm like, hey, nigga, <laughs> you use three big words in a row. African diaspora I'll, monolith. It's like, I'll, uh... I'll fight you. On my mother, I'll fight you. <laughs> Not but, I'll fight you. But everybody's seen my growth there. And that's the best part about it. Between my Twitter and between the grapevine, you've literally had a front row seat to watch yes. Mouse grow. Yep. I've On my Twitter, I'm, I, I tell people all the time, I give you 90% of my life. There's 10%. That's my daughter, my loved ones. You ain't getting that. Yep. It's just it's just how I am. I, I've done real things in these streets, and I don't believe in posting 
my loved ones because they can't defend themselves yeah. against something they're not going to see coming. You feel what I'm saying? But the other 90% y'all can have. You can have it when people calling me broke. You can have a pe- I tell I'm telling you I'm broke. I'm telling yeah. people I'm sleeping on the couch at the time. I'm telling people I'm hopping a turnstile to to go host a free event. I'm, and now you get to see two years later where I'm telling you I'm the best motherfucking host in New York City. Let's talk about and it. And please let somebody try and go after me. Let's talk about it. It don't matter what party or what stage we on. Nobody wants to have to host a party after me. But that started when I was hopping those turnstiles, hosting free events yep. for nothing, just to learn. Yep. You feel what I'm saying? Hopping free events when niggas would just take an opportunity to sit with me. Yo, come up. I like, kind of like what you're doing, yo. Come up to the office. Uh, let's talk. I don't have no way of getting up there. No money for no Uber. But I do know this path train. If I hop this turnstile right here, right before the train comes, you can't catch me. <laughs> and I get there, and so it's like, all of that put together, that got me where I'm at now. That got me prepared to to have any conversation with anybody. And you never felt intimidated because a lot of the... No, I'm not pussy. A lot, <laughs> a lot of the people on Grapevine especially are like academics mm-hmm. and they come with like a scholarly background. All of them. Yeah. I think I'm the at only the high school dropout there. Right. But you never felt intimidated. Nah, because what you having got? A you different... got words. I got experience. Right. Nah, you can't... Nothing in this world scares me. Like, nothing. Like, no man or woman. If you breathe, I breathe. That means we could both die. You don't scare me. Your words don't scare me. Your paper, your, your paperwork, your certification, that shit don't scare me. Because <laughs> I know we don't fuck with him now. None of us. But Kanye skit on, <laughs> on College Dropout. Mm-hmm. Little Jimmy. Mm-hmm. Where he's like, my dad, he might have died, but mm-hmm. we, we get to stay warm with his degrees. And that's how I look at these motherfuckers. Like, when they start talking that talk, like, if you did it, I support you as a black person. Go ahead and do that because you fought and you graduated in them four years, eight years, however long it took you, and you about to pay $17.99 on that student loan for the rest of your life. But don't try to wipe my ass, my face with the shit. Please don't because all you know is how to learn better than me. I learned how to learn on my own. That's all a college degree shows me is that you went to an institution and you learned how to learn. That doesn't change my experience. That doesn't change how I'm able to articulate or connect with people. And I, the proof is in the pudding. When them people come up in those comments, oh, God bless them. When they be wilding in them comments, they be riding. They ride. Because even when you don't agree, you got to connect with them because I'm being real. I'm being authentic. I'm, I'm never coming from a place of hate or trying to disrespect somebody's belief unless you're a hotel. <laughs> now you mentioned <laughs> having to jump the turn style. Yeah. Uh, also, hosting. before you say, shout to the uh, shout to Slate TV because you had brought them up earlier. Yeah. Shout them out. They 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 had me go viral like three times off of the same clip. So. Oh nice. So yeah, shout to Slate oh, TV. Oh, because you were allying things, huh? I don't. I, you only you guys could tell me if I'm an ally. I can't you say a I'm a real ally. nigga. Ain't no ally. I am. You're a real I'm a real nigga. nigga. That's nigga what that yeah, was. That's you kept right. it the fuck real. S- sign me up under real nigga. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, what you saying? Uh, you mentioned having the turnstile. Mm-hmm. You know, working with free sleeping on couches, and I think that was one of the biggest reasons I thought you coming on here today would be valuable. Right. We talk a lot as far as like pursuing your dreams and being creative, especially now that I think the landscape for being like a media personality has changed because of the cameras mm-hmm. and the lighting and everything is just really expensive and mm-hmm. the quality has changed. The bar has gone up. Mm-hmm. When I came in in 2009, it was a different ball game. We were literally on our like webcams. On right, you. Right. Remember when the MacBooks used to be white? I remember. Yeah. I remember right? the first. Like the I plastic. Remember the first uh, Furious MacBooks. Thoughts video I seen. 
Right. I'm like, and like his I'm squinting trying to see this. Show. I'm like, who? Okay, all right, I'm watching. <laughs> yeah, you know, everything was really different. It was mm-hmm. very 101. And then now everything looks like commercials right. and the quality, everything's changed. Mm-hmm. So you, I would say, came up around like 2015. Yep. I would say that was like your year. Mm-hmm. Or your, you and your friends, shout out yeah. to Chloe. And Shay, funny Chloe, Chloe, shout out to the squad. Right, your whole crew. Yes. Dezzy! Dez. This nigga Dez is a fool, son. <laughs> um. How would you? How did that happen? Like, how did you come into the scene? So uh, to where you are now, being that you didn't have anything, you didn't even have money, you didn't nothing. have access. Because so, I want people that are in that same position to get an idea of how to do it as well. So with that, it's like I'm not even gonna lie to nobody. I would not, I would not tell anybody else to advise anybody else to do it the way I did it. This is literally a once in a lifetime, like. Whoever was supposed to get it, I just happened to get it that time because there's no way this happens again. If I see this shit happen this way for anybody else, I'm be like, oh, God, is it two of y'all? Because, <laughs> like, literally, Dustin will tell you. I've been on, he's talked me off the ledge multiple times where I'm like, yo, my nigga, I'm just going to go back to what I know best. He's like, Mouse, you can't have, he told me, you can't have both feet in. You can't have one foot in, one foot out. Right. But, um... It really came to a point where in 2014, I was doing like stand up part time and I was doing clean comedies because <laughs> my mind, churches are- yeah, my mind always works about the money. Right. <laughs> and it's like I could go do this. Com- I could go do the comedy club shit and try and be Kevin Hart and be working for like chicken wings and shit till I get my big break. Or I could just not curse because church people love rowdy jokes as much as anybody else. I could just not curse and just get all the building fund money. <laughs> Which one do you think I'm going to do? So I, so you, you were a stand up at, at I was church. I was doing church stand up. I would that is people would book wow. me. I would do like Sunday morning service. I would do Why like youth you? services. I would do convocations. Oh I would do babies. I would do any if they needed it done. My team was on it. Uh, and I, shout out to my baby mother because at the time it was just me and my baby mother. That's who was making it happen. Like. I'd, I'd give them her name, and so they call her thing, and she's the manager. I'd be like, yeah, yeah, just call her. She'll figure it out. And she, she'll figure out what bills need to be paid that week, and that's how much they was paying that week. So, <laughs> so, that, so business yeah. model. So we, was figuring, so we was just figuring out, and it just got to a point where it's like, all right, what's, like, what is after this? Because this don't really uh, fulfill me, and it's not like it's making this astronomical amount of money. Like, I'm still outside in the streets. I'm still running through nine to, I'm still running like nine to fives, but nothing is sticking because it's like, I'll leave this job and go make more in the street. So like, I'm not doing this. And it came to a point where it was like, I think I did something. And it was just like, everybody, it's like one of the movie moments because I'm performing and it's the same set I've been performing and everybody's laughing, they're keeled over, everybody cackling. And I'm looking like, I don't like this. Matter of fact, it was in Rahway. I forget the name of the pastor, but it was in Rahway, and it's the church is right across the street from, like, the jail. And I was, like, making a joke about that, and they're, like, cackling. And I'm just looking like, it wasn't even that funny. Like, what the hell are y'all laughing at? And I just realized, like, this not, I'm not happy doing this. Like, at all, I'm not happy doing this. So I just stopped because one thing I'm always a proponent of is I don't want to be in somebody else's way. And I know people always say, like, nobody can. There's only but so many seats. And if I'm sitting in a young church comedian seat, let me move out of it so he can get that. Because I'm not g- gaining anything from this, and he's not gaining anything from me sitting in his spot. So I so just, what happened? You was on the stage and you heard, 
This is your last show, Mouse. <laughs> <laughs> no, I heard, I heard, get the money, Mouse. And I said, I got the money. And then I said, you yeah, already got. I'm not, I'm not doing this no more. I'm not. This probably be the last show I do. So like for like a month, people would be calling me, calling me. I'm like, nah, I'm not doing. I'm good. I'm good. Yo, call this person. I would start putting on people like shout out to Fudge. Um, he, you know he he's been doing it forever. He used to be on Yo Mama. Um. So I would, like, pass it off to him, uh, guys like Marcus Johnson, who, you know, they're doing comedy on Long Island right now. And I would just be like, what's next for me? And just when I felt like nothing else was going to work, I was going to start doing pediatric physical therapy because I'm like, because I, I was in the military, so I would, would be able to go back to school for free. And so right before I did that, I called my brother, Al, and we're talking. He's like, yo, nigga, are you crazy? <laughs> like, you crazy? You could be the Charlemagne out here, like— and this is when the digital starting to pop. He's like, yo, I'm watching all this money and violence. You could do all this shit, nigga. And he's gassing me. I'm like, yeah, nigga, I'm going to do everything. You just said four different things. <laughs> and so he's like, yo, he, we get off the phone. He said, my nigga, do something. Don't do nothing. And that shit, I don't know why. That shit stuck with me. And the next day I started, I got this little whiteboard I used to write, write my jokes on. I just wrote down, he man, woman, his club. And I'm like, whatever I do with that, that's what it's going to be. I was already listening to The Reed. I was already listening to Combat Jack. And um, I just started listening to Brilliant Idiots. So I'm like, all right, fuck, I'm going to do a podcast. So I started looking up the, the stuff to, to buy to get it. And I'm like, man, this is too intricate. I cannot work all this shit. I called my friend who's a rapper, <laughs> who's now a photographer. So shout out to Chemist. Um, or Jordan, I'm sorry. Um, and Because he, he used to rap. So I knew he had a studio. So I'm like, yo, listen, I'm going to record this podcast. He's like, what's the podcast? I said, I don't know, my nigga, but we're going to find out together. <laughs> and literally start the podcast and then just got on Twitter more. Um, started going outside to, like, cultural events, like, start going to the Henny Paloozas. Um, shout out to the in-house, started going to that. When it was going, um, just whatever was going on, I would be at. I would make sure, make it my job to be there. And I was like, yo, there's no way I could do this and have a nine to five. So it was like. Not getting a nine to five. Like, if I got to be broke to make this happen, then I'll be broke right now. I'll stay down. Like, niggas don't understand the, the importance of staying down to come up. And I understand not everybody could do that. Some people got bills, but it was just like, I couldn't look at my kids and be like, yeah, dad's not happy. <laughs> like, you feel what I'm saying? Like, my, I got to at least for my kids show them that you could do whatever you want. Literally, you could do whatever you want. Like, you don't have to work for no Body you mad at? No, you don't got to go to work pissed at nobody because it's a work a job you don't want. Let me show you the let me show you the way. And I just went full force. And then uh, I think the first thing I got was fucking Blogzilla. Mm -hmm. I meet Blogzilla at in house. Have no idea who he is. I I don't even know if my Twitter is popping at the time. But he sees me. I introduce myself. And he turns around. He's like, "What's your name again?" I said, <laughs> "Mouse Jones." He was like. I'm going to make you famous. <laughs> and I'm like about to snuff him because I'm like, is this nigga trying to be funny right now? And so he was like, yo, give me a number. I'm like, all right. And I did not hear from this nigga for like five months. And it was just another time where I'm minding my business like, man, what the fuck am I going to do? I get a text message. He's like, yo, come in on Tuesday to do my show Global Grind. I did Global Grind. Dustin, me and Dustin became like regular, like every like week. The tag they thought <laughs> they thought we worked there. You're right. Like <laughs> literally, people would be like, "Oh, you're Mouse from Global Grind." Right. No, don't. No. They don't pay me, so <laughs> no, no, I'm not Mouse from Global Grind. And a shout out to VH1's digital team because right after that, they put me on uh, something about side chicks. It was me, Cardi B, and Tax. Um, 
So we did that. That got a lot of love. And that little known fact, that video is why I was able to eat for like a year um, because the local bodega uh, around the corner from my, my brother, I went in there, had my little money about to pay. And as I'm at the, I ordered my little egg and cheese. And she's like, you was in the, you was in the video with my mother. And now I'm shook. Cause I'm like, I've done some disgusting things. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> and she was like, oh and so I'm God. like, what? And she was like, Cardi B. And she shows me the video that she was just watching. And I was like, oh yeah, yeah that's me. She was like, you don't ever have to pay for nothing in here. What? So for God looking out. Yeah. Okay. And so just that, that so, step and repeat, yeah. step and repeat. Literally, that's all I do. Step and repeat, step and repeat. All I'm doing is absorbing content, making sure I'm able to, you know, know what I'm talking about, make sure I'm in a position to win every time. Like every a lot of people ask to be in like a lot of people ask for blessings, right? Or, or whatever religion you believe, whatever you call it. Everybody asks for a blessing, right? But a lot of times people don't want to be in the position of receipt for those blessings. Mm. The best way I could describe it is like, if God say, I got something for you at 125th Street, but you are on 123rd, you can't talk shit about not getting what's supposed to be for you and you on 123rd, you, you're two blocks over, brother. Oh, <laughs> and that's just what I always live by. I'm always, people think, like you call it opportunist, whatever you want to call it. I'm always when the when the time comes, I'm always there. When the time when when they ready to give me the shot that I've been asking for for two fucking years, I was there. Yep. Like I was there. Like so, nobody can tell me nothing. Like if you don't work, it ain't gonna happen. Mm. You feel what I'm saying? And it's just I also created a, a certain type of uh, what's the word allure around me, right? Because it, I've seen the email threads like, "Yo, where can we find this kid?" Yo, he's just on Twitter. You got to just go look at him on Twitter or you got to go look at him on this brand's YouTube because everybody was like, yo, you got to drop videos, drop videos. I don't have no fucking money to do that. And there's no way I can drop videos in 2016 looking bullshit right. when everybody else is dropping these A1, right. the YouTube model, the, the YouTube subscribe below ladies. They doing shits on like 4D cameras. What the mm -hmm. fuck I'm going to do? I'm going to talk shit. On, on a on a Game Boy, like no, <laughs> so, like I wasn't not about to be the nigga talking shit on surveillance footage. So it was like, yo, I was like, oh so I'm just God. not, I'm not gonna do it. And it worked for me because it created. Is he presently locked up? <laughs> <laughs> right, but I'm serious because I see people and I'm like, ooh, that was a good idea, but it looks like shit. Right. And it's like and that's we what don't, I'm we're about not, it. yeah, we're not in that. It's especially changed. somebody like me, I talk too much shit. For me to come out and it not be perfect. Proper, yeah. So I just wouldn't, I refuse to do it. And that just caused more of a demand. Yo, who is this nigga? Who is this kid? Who is this kid? And then once they brought me in, I will use your nice video footage to do this stuff. And then I just make that shit work. But how are you paying bills? <laughs> <laughs> if you paying bills, you say. <laughs> um, to be honest, I've I've been blessed to not really have too many bills. Like, you know, I don't have no student loans. Uh, didn't have no car. Um, my brother, I was living with my brother at the time, so he just was like, "Yo, I just want you to win." All oh, I had to dope. worry about, all I had to worry about was having enough money for food and my my kids, and make sure you know anything my my kids ask for, my baby mother asked for in the moment, I could at least do, which I didn't have most of the time. You feel what I'm saying? So, um. There was times where I was like, I I got to do this, but I ain't going to take all the money. I'm going to take a little bit of money. <laughs> so, like, imagine being the, the stick-up kid with a heart. That's right. that's the basic way I can put it. Like, I'm going to go in, but I ain't going to be greedy. I'm going to take a little bit, 
to pay my bills. I'm going to go and buy my business, act like nothing ever happened. Other than that, that's, that's it. Because these brands were not paying. These <laughs> niggas was getting everything for free. I mean, I think in the beginning as a creative, you do a lot of free work. Yeah, you absolutely. have to. Absolutely. And sometimes it's valuable because like you said, you didn't have the funds to create uh, visuals that might mm-hmm. be up to part of what the game is like now but sometimes when you do agree to work with people mm-hmm. whose visuals are up to par and you can at least get that real yeah you know that'll look good for you and mm-hmm. it's and it's free and you just have to work for them and um, maybe skip out on pay but now you have visuals that you can right. share you know so listen uh, the the grapevine that was something people right. could always count on they now you like, have a whole that reel that people out. can check out so if you didn't if you didn't like, if you didn't just want to see me on Twitter, go to YouTube. You see me on Grapevine. That should drop every Thursday. Yeah. On um, my You're podcast, on every Bad week. Girls Club. I was not on no fucking. <laughs> <laughs> this you see nigga my was on Bad like, Girls was Club. Previously <laughs> doing confessionals and shit. Club. I was doing confessionals. They're like, what the fuck is this? I was, was trying to get Mouse Jones. I had to get on. <laughs> they seen these baby heads and it was like, hey. <laughs> you I'm never want to take the reality show route. <laughs> This sorry to anyone who's androgynous. I'm sorry. I don't know. Don't be offended because I don't know what it means. Oh, <laughs> I don't know what it means. I have no idea what it means. I'm not an adult. I'm sorry. Uh, reality TV. Yo, I used to say, and I, matter of fact, yeah. Like, I would kill Love and Hip Hop. I would kill. I would Cardi be the would shit you? out of Love and Hip Hop. What? I would go on there. Would make you do all, it now? Hell yeah. Yes. <laughs> You'd be shooting them scenes with um the all them old niggas. I would make fun of the creep squad, I'd be like you old yeah. bum ass niggas. Yeah, we gonna get you old bum ass out of here. What about Snoop? Get your old yeah. bum ass out of here. Everybody's yeah. an old bum ass. So nigga. Mouse coming here. <laughs> <laughs> so they brought the new nigga Mouse over here. I'm fine. <laughs> uh, <laughs> There's only one light skinned nigga with long hair on this show. There's only one motherfucker eating the cheese around here. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Why do you have my do rag tight now? I'm laughing too hard. <laughs> Take your do rag off. Because do that, that accent. The, the, the use, the use, the use. So, Mouse. Yes, sir. Put me on. <laughs> on what? Put me on. You haven't seen the episode of Atlanta? <laughs> On that oh shit! Your ass done made it listen, now since you here. Shit, listen, put me on. Listen, don't don't snuff me. You know niggas going left don't, and right. Don't snuff me. I will. I will run in them goddamn woods. <laughs> <laughs> nigga, nigga, paper boy was in them fucking woods. He was out. I've been there before. You got sometimes you got duck in the woods, okay. bro. It's better to just live another day. How you think that nigga knew how to climb up that building and save that baby the other day? That wasn't been in some woods before. Oh my God. That was life woods. experience. You hear me? <laughs> that was stop, drop, and roll. Not because it was on fire, because it got hot. You <laughs> understand what I'm saying? Yo, that's crazy. That's the truth. Now that you are in this position where you are essentially uh, creating opportunities, right? Right, right, right. Um, do you have a lot of people around that are like reaching out and asking you to do shit? And if so... Do you have? Do you feel like you do at the very least have a lot of people you can grab and put in place for things? Uh, to the latter question, absolutely. There's, there's this. I was having a conversation today actually about one of my homegirls, like bringing her on and just making sure she she's in a, a position uh, that they're trying to work on something with me. So um, I said, yeah, grab her. But uh, there's always been for some reason people have always thought I was more successful than what I actually was. Um, they just only- can see the success. Ahead of time, I feel sure, like. but they were asking for those favors in the present. <laughs> you feel what I'm saying? Right. Like, like, so, like, 
I don't know what it is because I've never been one to act like I, I've told dozens or multiple like, I don't ever want to look like I have it. Like, right. Especially if I don't. You feel what I'm saying? It was like, I just now started fixing up my Instagram and making it look like something because now yeah, I could look like something. Before it was looking like shit. And I was like, hey, fuck that shit. Don't don't look at my Instagram. That's, this is only for DMs. <laughs> but now, you know, it's, it's, a, it's another branch. It's another work thing. Like, make sure the picture look cool and all that shit. Right. But it's like, for some reason, people see me hosting parties, uh, they, or they would see who I'm around, or who's posting me, or who's talking about me, or who's following me, and they'd be like, "Yo, you get me in touch with such and such, or you get me to do this, or yo, can you listen to my project?" Or I'm like, "My nigga, for what? I listen to your project, then what I'm gonna do? <laughs> what? Like what?" And they'd be like, yeah, you, you, you could just get it done. You the nigga." And I'm at, like, at first, I'm like, "Yeah, okay," because I would do that coming up. Like I'd be like. Nah, my nigga, you really, you you know how black niggas do when we see each other. Be like, yo, you got it, Dustin. Dustin be like, nah, nigga, man, you got it. Like, no, nigga, you got it. Dustin, on the other hand, will stop, though. Dustin be like, you right, I do got it. Man. And you're a goddamn <laughs> lie. You're a goddamn lie. First the rest time. of us will be like, bro, bro, you know you got it, bro. You got all the niggas, you got all the bitches. Nigga, you got all the, all the niggas. Look at them sneakers. Nigga be like, yo, you, nah, look at your sneakers, son. Like, you just, I'm just a broke nigga out here trying to get it, bro. Nigga, Dustin oh be like, you God. right, you are broke. <laughs> Mouse, you are broke. You, you did look a little ashy today. I didn't want to say it. It's all fucking it's lying. <laughs> but no, like, so, lying, man. so I've always gotten asked, right? And I've always done my best to, because I always said, when people ask me, what do you want to be? I was, I would always say, number one, I want to be the, the, the most important opinion in New York City. That's mm-hmm. it. Um... But then after that, I want to be a platform. I want to be the person or the, the the entity that makes sure everybody who's doing some dope shit can connect with each other and can link with each other. Be like, yo, just hit Mouse. Mouse should know them. Like, I love that now. Like, now when people hit me up and be like, yo, you can link me up. I love knowing that people hit me and say, oh, yeah, Mouse will know that person. Yeah, Mouse will hold you. Because when you hear that, that means, you know, I'll, number one, use what I have to help you if Number one, I believe in you. Number two, if you're a black person, to be honest with you, if you black, you already got the W with me. Like, you're <laughs> already winning here. Now it's up to you to fuck it up. Yeah. Now you're a black hotep. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now tell us about you and the hoteps. Oh, the hoteps. I really distinct. I really don't like any bullies. That's really all it boils down to. Yeah. I don't like bullies. Um, And by that, I don't mean tough. I don't believe hoteps are tough. I think those niggas are some annoying gardeners, honestly. Like a pest. Because they, yeah, they're pests. Mm-hmm. They, they don't ever have no good advice except how to garden. They, all the gardening t- tips are a one. They will tell you how to plant the shit out of some tomatoes. Oh what God. pesticides not Where to use? Where are you getting this from? But when <laughs> it comes time to like talk about real shit that they stand on, they have nothing to stand mm-hmm. by. The, 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 the black woman is being used. <laughs> the gestures. I wish y'all could see. <laughs> I wish y'all could see his gestures. <laughs> the black woman. My brother. See Look, my. They call, they call me a shine. Same hands yeah. for love and hip hop. I got you. Yeah. They gonna be. They, they call me a shine, which I didn't know. I thought that was a good thing, but now. I know now it's a bad thing in the hotel community. He was like, shine, this shine mouse. He don't understand that the black woman is using him against us. <laughs> I said, what? He is allowing the homosexual community uh-huh. to do his dirty work and fight against his own brother. Uh-huh. I said, nigga, shut the fuck up. Thank you. <laughs> like, I just don't like bullies. So, to, so to, when everything was... Not to say it's not anymore, but when everything was everywhere going crazy, Black Lives Matter and everybody being attacked, to look on, you know, the Internet or to look out and see 
this hate that was being spewed from our own people against our own people. Let's talk about it. Towards there was a lot of negative commentary mm-hmm. that was made towards DeRay McKesson. Yeah, shout and out to DeRay. His efforts. Shout out to DeRay. Yeah, in general, mm-hmm. and a lot of people were not open to viewing him as a leader or mm-hmm. as someone who was really making strides because he's an openly gay black right. man. And so there were a lot of people who were very, very vocal about their distaste right. for that. And you were a person who <laughs> was vocal about your distaste for <laughs> their distaste. Yeah, I, I, I don't. And I I know it got some of the other smart people and some of you woke people upset. I apologize, but I am who I am. Them niggas is pussy. And I get it. Pussies are on women and they give life and they are very strong. But I'm from the hood. Right. Pussy mean that nigga soft and he need to be this need to sl- the shit slapped out of him. Right. Now if y'all come up with a new word better, let me know and I will use that word. But today. But today, them niggas is pussy. And I don't like that shit. I don't like anybody trying to look smart by by Throwing us under the bus. I hate that shit. Like, why do you care who anybody else is fucking? What that got to do when it comes time to put the foot to the pavement, both literally and figuratively? What person not uh, gay or street or or not gay and not a black woman, what person outside of DeRay has made the most public strides for us? Who? NeNe Leaks. Okay, no, I'm just fair enough. <laughs> I'm just <laughs> <laughs> Oh God. Nene did a lot for um wig culture. Oh. She did a lot for wig culture. Advancement. Advancement of okay. wig culture. Because I feel like if you take the wig off, there's just brain. <laughs> I feel like when ne- Nene take a uh, steam comes Yeah, when, I feel like when she take a wig off, it sounds like this. <laughs> <laughs> What is going on? <laughs> no, Dang but all seriously, serious, I hate that. I really do. I have, <laughs> have a strong disdain in my heart for that. So I will always, th- number one, I'm always going to ride for black people. I don't care. I'm always going to ride for black people, gay, straight, trans, whatever they are. If you find some new shit out tomorrow that you are a unicorn, if you're black, I'm riding with you. Like, I'm riding with you. Even, like, if, even if I decide to get a white partner? Nah, son, you're on your own. You Damn, for nah, real? Now, nah, if you get a white partner, if you get a white partner, you still black. I'm riding for you. That's Not him. Like, he's on his own, player. I got your back. I mean, I don't know, dude. I'm just asking. You know, no, I heard, I heard. I you, I listen to the podcast. I know you dipped. <laughs> I know you dipped and dabbled. Not just- I know you dipped and you dabbled. <laughs> <laughs> I know. <laughs> but yeah, that shit don't bother me, man. People being people don't bother me, man. Right. It's just people being ugly and being disgusting. That shit always bother me. Yeah. Where I'm from, bullies get shot in the head. So yeah. leave, leave people alone. If you, like... It's not even your right to agree or disagree with somebody's lifestyle. Yep. Like, I think that's a very pompous way to look at life anyway. Like It's crazy when you think about it. I don't it. agree with that. Like, I believe, right. yo, shut the fuck up. Right. I don't agree with your ass, your knees. I don't agree with that. I don't agree with them Wrangler jeans you got on. Do, I, what I say about that. Don't so agree with you being pigeon-toed. Can't right. change that. <laughs> I don't agree with that widow's peak that your mama got. But I said, <laughs> Don't agree with that little mustache your mom got. Don't agree with that. Don't agree with that. But you don't hear me saying anything. Oh, That's how I look at it, man. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so glad you came to see us today, man. <laughs> I tell, I told Asante, and I tell y'all every time I see y'all, y'all, y'all my therapy for the week. I don't, I'm not mature enough to sit in front of like a therapist by myself yet. <laughs> not mature. I'm not mature enough for that because I know it's gonna piss me off. Right. That's what it is. Because I tried to do couples therapy with my baby mama once, right? I did that <laughs> shit, and it was some shit. Yo, I know, stormed out, didn't you? I didn't storm out. She got mad at me because the therapist 
was agreeing with the shit I said. I was like, would you be honest? Like, I was agreeing. <laughs> she mad at me. See, this is why the fuck out. Why the fuck would I do this? Yeah, I did. Now you don't want to sit in therapy? Because I'm right. But, um. So why you ain't go back to therapy anymore? I'm going to tell you why. Because when I left, I'm riding. And all the shit I had let go. Oh, well, not even let go. I push it back. I'm a good pusher to the back. I, I compartmentalize like a backer. I push that shit to the back. Yes. Pause if need be. But I push that shit to the back. I'll be like, listen, ain't nothing I can do to change the shit. I'm gonna be mad about it. throw it back there. Whole bunch of shit back there. Whole bunch of shit back there. The motherfucker broke the shit up. And then I got mad all over again. That's what Now I'm fucking for. mad. But he ain't there when I'm mad. So now my dumb ass mad looking at her just <laughs> You did do that shit in 2013. <laughs> well, let's let's segue into mental health. Yes, please, please, because I'm I'm a huge I, I'm a huge proponent for that. Well, talk to us about how you. I know you say you mm-hmm. don't get too ruffled by mm-hmm. other people's opinions yeah, or yeah. criticisms of your work or right. what big words you know or don't know, especially right. when you're up against the scholars on you know Grapevine mm-hmm. or whatever you're tweeting about. How do you do you not have any anxiety for being this public figure and now you're jumping into television, mm. now you have the show on BET. Mm. You know, there's expectations whether right. you follow them or not, they're still there. Does um, it weigh on you? How do you handle the expectations anxiety? don't really deal I don't I don't I'm trying to think. I get anxious about letting myself down. That's really it. Letting myself no, I take that back. Letting my kids down. That's what I'm anxious about. I got two daughters that, you know, I. some people might not understand, but everything I'm doing is for them. My 11-year-old has seen more than her share of life. You feel what I'm saying? <laughs> more than any child should have to see before the age of three she's seen. Um, my six-year-old, all she knows um, is daddy got it. So I can't let them down. I can't. So that's the only thing that ever gets me anxious. Like, like okay, perfect example. This last week and this week, I missed uh, both of their field days. Now, y'all know if y'all follow me on Twitter, I'm cheer dad. I am <laughs> field day dad. I'm ignorant dad. Graduation dad. I'm all of the above. Like, because those, that's my heart. And I had a dad, even when I didn't have a dad. Like, my biological father, he put, put it out. My father who raised me from the age of six to now, I've never not had a father. You feel what I'm saying? So I'm my kids need that. They they that's the least they could get. And to let them down, that bothers me. So like today I couldn't go to field day, but that's because I was I had to be on set to shoot. God curse whoever came up with eleven thirty call times. <laughs> because why? <laughs> We're either going to be early or we're going to be late. Which why? One? Why? This purgatory <laughs> shit. <laughs> 11 fucking 30? Yo. To sit? That's your call time. You don't even get on camera to fucking one. one. Oh, my God. Miles. I could have went to fucking field. But that's <laughs> what I'm worried about. That look in their eyes and feeling like daddy wasn't there. All this was for nothing. That is what I'm anxious about. This other shit is this other shit is regular. This other shit is regular to me. Um. Yeah, there's nothing to be anxious about because I honestly do believe that there's nobody on this earth that could do what I can do. Mm. So even if you don't use me, you lose. And that's not me being cocky. That's not being that's not me being fake positive. That's me being as honest as I could be. I've I've only proven to this point that everything I've said is right. If you've been paying attention, I know y'all got the the smart uh, Twitter users. Y'all know how to search shit. <laughs> 
I told people in 2015, I'm having my own show on BT. I have two. I told people I was going to host huge concerts. Day 26 came looking for me for the reunion. They might not be big now, but, you know, they was big. <laughs> and I fucked that concert up. Um, told people I was going to be the best host in New York City. I'm the best host in New York City. Um, everything I've, I've told people I was going to work with MTV. Worked with MTV multiple times. Everything I said I was going to do, I've done. Every legend I said I—well, not everyone I said I wanted to meet, but all the legends I looked up to, I've met. They're my OGs. They're my mentors. They fuck with me. There's, there, nobody's going to be able to do to this media shit and this this game, our culture. Nobody's going to be able to do what Malshon does outside of Malshon. So it's either you're going you're gonna to use Malshon or you're going to be a bozo. So you never deal with imposter syndrome? No. And I think because I grew up on Long Island. I grew up on Long Island where, which is a newsflash for everybody because everybody thinks I'm from Brooklyn. No. I I'm from, from I'm from Long I'm from Long Island. <laughs> Brooklyn is just, my father's from Gowanus and, you know, being 13, 14 years old, discovering Empire and going out there with, with the, the hooligans, that, and then when Tax and Vok plugged me in, I'm in Brooklyn every week and hosting something out there, really touching the culture and having the culture put me on. That's why people think I'm from Brooklyn, because Brooklyn literally put me on. Like, they engulfed me and said, nah, this all. Like, this nigga good. So I grew up on Long Island, and being who I am, that didn't really fit in with the kids on Long Island. Like, everybody wanted to be play-play gangster. I'm like, well, if we out here, right, and we got this this house and we got this yard, we don't have to do this. But if we're going to do this, let's do this shit all the way then. Like, when niggas would, like, fight right before getting, like, a weapon, I'd be like, nigga, you better get the fucking weapon. Niggas, it'd be one nigga. I'm like, nigga, you just gonna fight one nigga. Nigga, fight three niggas. Right. <laughs> oh my god! Like this is what this is my thing. Like if we gonna do this, if we are gonna do what Dipset and D Block is saying do, then what we gotta do this shit all the way, nigga. Never had so, and I was able to do that all with still going home listening to the NSYNC album. Still able to do. <laughs> that. I'm just being honest. I'm being. I've never had a problem. I've never, ever, ever. <laughs> my parents can say I've never had a problem being me because one thing about it, and this shit doesn't matter one way or another. I've always been cool. Like I've always <laughs> been the kid it. that other kids want to follow behind and do what he does. Like I, that's always been me. Mm-hmm. So now when we see in this industry where you're like, why is these motherfuckers acting like that? Cause they ain't never been cool before. This is their first shot. Yeah, that's this is their real. first chance of being a cool kid. That's I, that's actually so they gonna, real. They gonna they gonna push us out. They gonna push other cool kids away, and they gonna try and keep their cool table. Nigga, I'll blow that cool table up. Then what? You know what? I noticed that a lot with the digital influencers, like mm-hmm. the ones that are bigger. You can always tell by how they. You can always tell who sat by themselves. Yeah, that how they. How seriously, I guess, they take the attention. You can mm-hmm. tell that they've never had it before. I don't give a fuck about that. I promise. I love it. I appreciate it. I mean, it's useful. You know, I, I'm not going to say I love it. I take that yeah. back. I, I don't love it. I appreciate it, though. Yeah, it's, Because it's to energy. me, it just shows you just that you appreciate what, what I'm putting out. Mm-hmm. Right? So you can have that, but you can take that tomorrow. Just leave me with the credit. Leave me with the credit in my check, and I'll be all right. Where did this sense of... It's always I'm been cold. me. It's, it's just, always been me. I've it's, all, it's never not been me. Like, and I, maybe I can uh, attribute it to my dad. Like my dad, you know, was was a drug dealer from Gowanus, Brooklyn, and then went to jail. And when he came home, he said, "Well, I'm not going to do that again." <laughs> he said, hey, "I'm not going to jail again." So he hustled better, and then met my mother, met us, married, 
never looked back, but he never lost being him. And being able to go back to his hood with him on like old times day and everybody be like, oh, you V, son, you V, son. I'm like, what? Because like, I, I'm pretty sure everybody had it. I know you didn't have a dad growing up. Mm-mm. You did, Dustin. And Asante, okay. So you know like your dad would give you those stories of like, these superhero war stories, and you're like, nigga, please. Like, everything with but your dad is always right. <laughs> like, I got, I'll be at school and niggas be like, yo, my dad said he was a swim champion. This nigga got on floaties. <laughs> but so when my dad tell me, shit, like, yeah, nigga, you know, you know, open, open your fingers more. Just learn how to put some spin on that jump shot. Or, nigga, you don't know how to fight. Put your hands this way. And I'll be like, nigga, you're not even like. And then you go to Brooklyn and you go to Old Times Day and they're like, oh, these your pops? And you just hear the old heads talking about what he used to do, how he had the block. I'm like, yeah, that's my dad. And he never once got gassed off of that and said, I'm going back. Now the nigga selling houses like that. He became a corporate, but he never lost who he was. Right. He can exist in both spaces. We're humans. We're not meant to. I say all the time, I'm an entire human being. I'm an entire incomplete human being. Like, nobody can change that. Me liking Power Rangers and Pokemon don't change that I'll bust you in your motherfucking skull if you play with me. <laughs> me Two times. Me, me, loving, me loving all black people don't change. Or, or me being, like, that's my brother. Dustin's my brother. You know what I'm saying? I love that nigga. That changes. I love Asante. That changes nothing about me liking women. <laughs> I, I love them niggas. Those are my brothers. They cool. If you, if you violate them, I'm coming to see you. That don't mean I, like, there's this space where people feel like you got to be this one thing. And it's like, hey, no, you don't. Like, I, I almost liken it back to being in school when people used to be like, yo, don't tell nobody you smart. You know what? That might have been the only time I fell into it in school. I did not want motherfuckers to know I was smart. Ain't that something? How we have to play that but, down? And I think that had everybody. Especially your book bag. So I just went, to, I stopped going to class altogether. <laughs> you didn't want the big ass book bag. <laughs> I, I stopped going to class altogether. I said, how about this? <laughs> I just won't go to class. So uh, you, I sit in the lunchroom. You say you didn't graduate from high school. I dropped out two months before graduation. Two months before? The teachers loved me. They, I just what I'm telling you, like, anybody that went to North Baton High School, they'll tell you that. Oh, I would have fought you. <laughs> as, as your friend, I would have fought you. Right? Two, two months. months. <laughs> the teachers loved me so much. They were just like, either they loved me a lot or they were the teachers that just hated my guts. Either way, they were on one page. We got to get this motherfucker out of here. Yeah. And they were like, they called me in, I think, in the beginning. This is how fire it was. The beginning of the year, they gave me my schedule. It's senior year. I'm like, all right, I'm going to graduate. It's lit now. They gave me statistics. I said, hold on. It's senior year, motherfucker. Y'all wilding. I'm not doing no statistics. That they, took, they took the math out of it. No, They gave me no problem. They took it off. They gave me office aid. <laughs> all I had to do was show up eighth period to the office to help you thought I was doing that shit? Fuck out of here. I will go to lunch from, I will go to lunch period. I promise. I'll go to lunch from fourth period to eighth period. And y'all got a lot of listeners from North Babylon. So if y'all listen, if y'all went to school with me, tell them the truth. I'll be in the lunch period from fourth, fifth, sixth, seventh, and eighth. Take my ass home ninth. Go what? on. What? So you went to school to socialize. That's all I did. That was my senior year. So that's why I'm trying to figure out why you ain't great. The teachers took, they took me in, they took me in. Uh, with the guys kind of like Mouse just they call me Mousy um, my nickname growing up was Mousy so they were like Mousy all you gotta do is just go to class we will push you through okay my parents is gas like alright cool 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 you think I went to class no oh like, my god I'm a whole father right now y'all can't tell me nothing okay nothing I'm not going to nobody's class and 
motherfuckers looked at me and was like, yeah, you're not graduating. I was 18, and I said, I'm not. I went right down to that guidance counselor's office, signed myself out, and that was it. And how challenging has it been? Well, I mean <laughs> <Nothing>. now. <yeah. laughs> no, it hasn't been. I went. I, 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 I was in the street for probably like three, four months. I think I was in the street for three or four months, and I remember somebody I was beefing with got killed, like, bad. Like, they, they did were all young at the time. Got done dirty. Um, rest in peace to him. And I was just like, all right, man, maybe this shit ain't for me, man, because shit. <laughs> and um, I remember my, my bitch-ass cousin, Quentin, he hits me up and he says, he comes over to the house with, with my uncle and he's like, yo, I just joined the Navy. We're doing a buddy program. I said, the fuck is a buddy program? <laughs> he said, anywhere you go, because at the time in 07, they needed bodies. And they were like, yo, anywhere we go, we go together. I said, so you going to go? And I said, no, because he a I, he older than me I was. I used to go to his town and defend him I should have known something was up and so he, I said anyway you go, we go together he said yeah I said alright we, we go to MEPS down there at the Verrazano Bridge we get signed up I look around I don't see the motherfucker no more I said uh, already I said what happened to, to Quentin I said his last name he said oh he complained about a knee problem he can't uh, join I said a knee problem Bitch, we are 17 and 18 years old. We don't have knee problems. <laughs> and so I was about to... Did he to... get paid for referring you? No, he, the bitch just left. Oh, I thought I'm he got so paid. I'm so mad. I thought they had like a referral program. No. a coupon code. No, it wasn't no... In. This nigga this left. like a Groupon code. <laughs> <laughs> and so when um, I was about to leave, I'm like, man, fuck it. I'm not doing this dumb shit. And they sat me down. And they said, well... He kept it with a black dude. FC1, he said... Listen, you go back to the hood, you tough. So you'll probably last for probably like a year or two, and then you're gonna be dead. And then Damn. your and then your daughter's gonna be at your funeral, your grand your, your mom gonna be at your funeral, everybody gonna be sad. And I said, wait a minute, bitch, I could die over there too. Right. And he said something very real. He said, Yeah, but you could make some money that you could leave your kids. I said, Ooh, that was smooth. I said, All right, well, let's do it, motherfucker. And then they also said a signing bonus. So I said, uh, well. On the dotted line it goes. Oh, my God. <laughs> so, yeah. And then after the Navy, I left the Navy. And then that was my diploma. Because when people would, that's what I would put on the, the job application. I had one job. And I ended up being a supervisor at a at a uh, collection firm. And you never called people before. Never collect no money before. <laughs> Somehow, my black ass is supervisor. And I'm younger than everybody there. Because you ranked? Because I was in the Navy. They seen that shit. And they're like, oh, you can lead a team. I said, I sure can. <laughs> <laughs> So not not having a diploma ain't never bothered me. I think it the only reason I got it just 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 to get the GED, just to just to have it. I be getting so annoyed when I see those army offices because they're always in the hood. But right. I, I mean, why and not? And now though? I see get what my, he's saying. You, you know give what, how they get them? But give my opportunity. Mouse had them doing push-ups in the car center. That's a fact. Now, I was, 13 I, calls an hour. Give me 50. Oh, I was exerting all my power over them old white people. I think, what happened? Yes. Something happened, and they were talking about it. Was it my, no, it wasn't. No, I was going before then. What the fuck was it? Some, Trayvon Martin. Oh, shit. Right? Yeah. So I'm sitting there, and I sat at the head, and then it was I was in charge of a team of six. So three on this side, three on this side. And they was all white. So they talking. I said, what? He deserved So my ass said, hey, no more talking. Let's just make calls. Let's no more crosstalk. Yep. I said, hey, no, I was too far. No more crosstalk. Crosstalk. You think they crosstalk? Hell no. no. <laughs> I fuck up them vacation right. days. 
Mm-hmm. Okay. Then bottom lips and top lips was That's hugging what, for that, the rest of the night. Hello, how are That's you? That's right. You owe three hundred thirty. Sticking to the script. Stick to the script <laughs> for the rest of the night. I'm looking at all the calls. All right, we we can do a few more calls before the night's over. Okay. That's right. Your log, please. <laughs> let me see timing. All right, let me check sheets. <laughs> do you ever feel like you have to do any code switching when you enter these boardrooms for these mm. meetings? No, because I think they're there for me, and I think realizing that made it okay. Re- re- and it also, like not having any professional. Uh, Upbringing in this or knowing anything about what I'm doing, I only know how to go in there and be me. Um, I think they're, I think they look at it and be like, oh, I didn't know he knows how to use sentences. And you know, <laughs> oh my god, uh, I didn't know that he you know that had to use a subject probably. <laughs> yeah. like, Motherfucker, I'm trying to sell you this. You gonna get this? <laughs> I, I'm one thing I know how to do is I know how to get on one accord with everybody in the room. So if we there, we there. Um, so yeah, I don't ever think I don't think I've ever had to code switch to get anything. Um, yeah, no, because I've never I've never once ever felt like I was cooning. I stay away from anything that ever makes me feel like that. Yeah. I've turned down like my management team say like recently we turned down some some movie deals just because no uh, no I'm not doing that. Like I mean I can I don't, imagine I don't people need that money. You, yeah, <laughs> like if I wasn't gonna get it before, and I think that was the best thing about working while broke because I realized how unimportant money is. Like, I've been broke. So, like, I'm already broke. I've been broke. I know what it's like. Me turning down your money isn't going to make my situation any worse. I'm already in it. So being able to be that confident and then not being led by money, I've avoided looking like an idiot for some things that people are looking like idiots for right about now. Mm-hmm. I mean, I can imagine. You can only imagine the kind of business propositions Mouse gets. I've, I've been offered some bullshit. I can imagine. <laughs> been offered some bullshit. I will say that. Shout out to the entrepreneurs, though. Right. Because, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, with the code switching, I think one of the hard parts is that you do, like, people put it in your head that you have to play the game. You know mm. what I mean? You have to, they're like, you might want to soften how you talk or... You know, you know, like they right. put it in your head that when you are in a boardroom with white executives, you want to appeal to them. You and you know, and and it does sort of make you feel like you have to switch up your essence, which is silly if you think about it, because you get where you are because of your essence. Yeah. So you gonna why eat that sweaty gum? Yeah, you eat I'm that trying to gum? make this piece work, man. Okay. Why you outing me and shit? <laughs> I'm trying to make this last piece work. Fred's making a great point, and yes, he pulled you out know, the gum. One end of my piece of gum was a little wider than the no, other end. You know? I, oh, I was... <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> but I think I'm lucky because I've never been in a outside of Andrew, and a huge shout out goes to him um, for sticking his neck out on a kid who's never worked in this industry before. Outside of the little shit I've done, I've never, everything I've done has been in front of black people. And and at least to me, who seem like they understand what it's like to relate to my experience. Right. So I've never once had to be in front of somebody like, uh, well then, uh, the, uh, <laughs> The antithesis is that the, 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 the turnaround, oh the point, the, the, the ROI on this. Harris. Yeah, like, I, I don't have to do that shit. Um, but the, I, on, the, on the opposite end of that, there are some black people that are very surprised that I know words. And I'm like, okay. I get it. Thanks again to Talkspace for supporting this week's episode of The Friend Zone. Talkspace makes it easy to connect with an experienced and licensed therapist that you pick based on your preferences for a fraction of the price of traditional therapy. 
Don't worry about finding the time to fit another appointment into your crazy schedule. All you need is a computer with an internet connection or the Talkspace mobile app. That means you can improve your mental health even if you've had trouble making the time for it in the past. No commutes, no leaving the offices, and no judgments. The Talkspace platform has over 2,000 licensed therapists who are experienced in addressing life changes as we all face. To match with your perfect therapist, go to Talkspace.com zone. And as a special offer for our listeners, you can use coupon code Z-O-N-E to get $30 off your first month and show your support for this podcast. That's code zone at Talkspace.com Z-O-N-E. Talkspace. Therapy for how we live today. Okay. You made a great point earlier when you talked about how you were kind of aligning some of your brand values with BETs to make the partnership mm-hmm. work. Mm-hmm. And I think that's what it's more so about mm-hmm. for you as opposed to code switching. First of all, you ain't going to follow the code. No way. Okay. Let's be clear. Second of all, like there you goes. said, <laughs> yeah, you just taper your work in order to fit their machine. And I right. think that's a great way to look at it because it keeps you authentic. Listen, if I burn down BET, then what I'm going to do next? Yeah. You feel what I'm saying? Like, that's yeah. what I look at it like, you know, and... and and I also think not not having idiots around me, having a great management team and having OGs around and people like you guys who I could call on and be like, hey, I know you've dealt with this. I know you've dealt with this. How do you get around? I've never had idiots around me and be like, yo, my, fuck that. Right. Say everything. Fuck them. No, right. I'm not going to do that, sir. Because they, nobody ever has to lose what you got to lose. Ain't no Pat Houston's around. No, ain't no, yeah. uh, no. Wow. Get the fuck on, Pat. No, fuck out here. No, ain't no Pat. Uh, I got a whole bunch of, what was the girlfriend's name? Robin. A whole bunch of Robins. <laughs> <laughs> got a whole bunch of Robins around. That's what I got. <laughs> A few bobbies, but <laughs> it's always in the point is it's, it's always no in the right place. No pats. Okay, no pats. Pat, get the fuck on, Pat. That's right. And no Michaels either. No Michael. Michael was a motherfucker. Oh yeah, that's well, you know, that's yeah. why. Yeah, Michael and Michael was a motherfucker. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Mouse, you got any cousins or brothers? Uh I I have They single? Oh, wow. I don't have any I don't have anybody on that spectrum. I don't have any cousins that, that's that, that's that, that's that, that you know of. That I know of. True. There so now, a, so now that you got the deal, when they call you, you know, I got you. Let me know. I got you. I got so you. So you like being a connector or no? I'm just saying. Hey, it, can I host a wedding? You can, look, I would be honored to have Mouse Jones host okay. anything. Okay, say no more. It's just still, it's, it's, it's going to be a bag involved, but I'm going to do it oh. from the heart. Yes. Okay. See? Right. So what advice? Do I get to stand next to Crystal? Oh, and I see. I can't coordinate none of that. You don't <laughs> understand. I just want Crystal Look, to sit free. on one side of me, everybody's and I want free. and I want Fran on the other side. Everybody's free to feel good. Listen, okay, I can't Fran has now in that. my eyes. Fran has elevated to it, and just in my eyes, right? Yeah. So I don't want people to hear what I'm about to say and be like, "Who oh, this nigga shaking the table?" Fran has elevated to the Beyonce, Jada Pinkett, Oprah levels for me. Where it's like, what is that? I can't mean? bring nothing to you, Fran. <laughs> Can't bring nothing to you but eight minutes. I ain't, I ain't, I ain't gonna waste your time. Wait, like that. wait, wait! So, like you, she goes in the glass. She goes in the. She goes on the pedestal of <laughs> these are amazing women that you just don't I'm bother. I'm not gonna let you just sit here. <laughs> what happened? I was so confused. I just shoot your shot. No, I'm not. No, I'm not. I'm saying I can't. But what I have a way to shoot right. shot. No, I have what, what a what a what a what a perspective. You know, <laughs> like it's just certain women you don't waste their time. That's that, like leave that is them true. the fuck alone. That I can't is true. Bring, Fran is entirely too positive for me to get the shit off that I need to get off. <laughs> 
Like there, I need a woman that got a li- something wrong with, yeah. like some shit I could pull. Like you don't have no negative. A little bit of callus. A little. It's a little bit of callus. You know what I'm saying? Fran is the, not even a dermis. What's the layer right. underneath the dermis? Yeah. That's Fran. Like you just don't even. T- uh, hey, I'm sorry. Hey, I feel like. I feel like if you ever enter France places only in white, like you only wear like <laughs> white, only white. Like, hey, I'm, I'm busy. And come out clean. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> Fran, invite you over to the, uh, which white am I wearing? The linens. Linen? Always go okay, clean. no problems. Yes. How do like, we just, get here? I'm just saying, because I want Crystal on one side, Fran on the other side. <laughs> My question was, do you guys have any last questions? <laughs> No, us. I don't have anything else to say. <laughs> no, they can text me. Hell no. Yeah. no the side they can text me. They can fucking text me. Fucking questions. Get my- his ass up out of here. <laughs> <laughs> no, because I think we online, the discussion yes. around gender and race mm-hmm. tend to be prominent. Of course. But class, I think, tends to be overlooked. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And access and resources. You know, so I think... What advice do you have for someone who may be listening mm-hmm. who right now doesn't have the money to create a website, doesn't have the money to have, you know, the nicest camera or the lighting? Because people always say, just start a YouTube channel. You know what I mean? Or start a podcast. Okay, well, guess what? You need mics. Please don't start a podcast. <laughs> you need mics. You need software. You right. know, you may need a laptop. You know, like, I think it's a lot easier said than done sometimes and we don't always think of everyone we don't it's not always inclusive to people's situations financial status yeah, and economics true. you know what i mean and even where they live you know what's funny i remember when youtube was first popping off and i was this was this is what always makes me think of how hard it can be when you're in the projects you don't even have a wall where mm. you could like <laughs> legit yes, people would be like shit. just jump yes. on youtube i was like what wall would I even record? <laughs> like, I I didn't have a nice looking. Is that wall. a roach? No, you know what? You know how like there'll be battle wounds from roaches that have been killed on yes. the wall. The, the little dark spots on the wall from the light. You get dark to a white spots. ass light, but the wall ain't white. Ooh, <laughs> that, you listen, know what I mean? Roach the, blood don't come out, son. Or in the pro- <laughs> roach blood don't come. Or in the out, project, you, you have that sheet. terrible paint. The paint that's like shiny, oh, low key. Lord, that lamb in the it. Gloss, oh, shit. <laughs> like you don't even have a nice. It look like wall. book school cover. It look like school book cover. <laughs> <laughs> you remember the shit? Yeah. <laughs> I'm telling you, you hang up that shit. Talking about it's a tapestry, you know. Right. Yeah, or you do it in the bathroom with your janky shower curtain, which most of us did because that was the only thing that gave us a Lord. little bit of art behind us. You know, what I mean, I think it's a lot easier said than done. Um, what advice do you have for people who are in that position who want to expand their presence, their voice, what they have to offer? In the digital scene, as creative, maybe they want to get to the, you know, BETs. They want to get to the Viacom, to the TRLs. But when you're at home working intense shifts, don't even have a nice wall or mics to create out of, how do you do it? How do you start? Jay-Z once said, um, I want money like Cosby. Who wouldn't? That's mm-hmm. the kind of talk that makes me think you niggas really ain't got no pudding. Niggas have those kind of dreams in jail. You're in the streets, homie. Get your mail. Like, well, number one, I always quote Jay-Z lyrics. But number two, that's the greatest Jay-Z verse ever. That's the start of the greatest Jay-Z verse ever. Make sure you go listen to that. Dead Presidents 1, verse 2. But to me, that always said, like, yo, there's always a way. Like, you are, niggas in jail can say, yo, I, I wish I could do this. 
we are outside. Like we have no matter what access you think you don't have, you got access to something. Twitter is always free. And I will never stop stressing the importance of Twitter because I'm sitting here because of Twitter. Like, no, never once had, I, th- I think I'm barely or almost at 10,000 followers now. Never had a, the, the most followers, but always had the loudest voice. <laughs> what I said always mattered. When I said something, somebody's phone was always ringing. Yo, 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 tell them to stop, or yo, take that down. Yo, you sure that's what you want to say? Yeah, the fuck I want to say. Like, I could have not pressed in on my 140. Like, I know what I said. You feel what I'm saying? So Twitter's always free, and it's literally access to a billion people. Facebook, if you good on Facebook, do that shit. I would, I, most honestly, if you can't afford to start a website or anything, that motherfucking Facebook is the cheat code. Because whatever algorithm they use, you get so many views on some bullshit. <laughs> so start whatever you want to do. Well, number one, you got to find out what it is you want to do. I think that's what I'm, I'm skipping over. Um, a lot of us didn't know what we wanted to do or some of us knew what we wanted to do and just didn't know how to go about it, which was me. I knew what I wanted to do, just didn't know how to go about it because I didn't go to college. I didn't go to school. I don't have the internships. I don't I'm not in a. Weird, yeah, I'm not in a weird fraternity. That's a black owned organization, <laughs> but like let white people in. Like I don't I don't have oh any of that. Gosh. I don't have none of that shit. So it was literally mouse and mouse only. So started got on my Twitter, knew what I wanted to talk about, knew what I wanted to get my opinion on, knew what my I wanted my brand to be. You gotta do that. And I think that's most of the fight. Once you realize <clears throat> once you realize what your brand is and what you want to put out and what you want to stand next to. The rest is easy because you'll find a way. The opportunity will open. Once I knew I wanted to talk about hip-hop in this culture, Twitter was the way. Instagram wasn't the way. Facebook wasn't the way. Twitter was the way because all of them people, the artists I could piss off, they on there. The artists that like what I say, they on there. The, 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 the pundits, the, the radio heads, everybody's there. So if you want to do makeup and shit, Twitter ain't going to be your place. YouTube, go to YouTube or Facebook, something like that. You just got to figure out what it is that you want to do. And, and what's the platform And what's the platform that's going to amplify it the best. The rest of it is going to come easy. You just got to make sure this is what you want. Because Fab once said, would you do it for the love? Would you do it for the love? And that's what this shit showed me, that I would definitely do all of this for the love. Because for a year and a half, you almost did. two years, I did it strictly on the love. <laughs> the love for others. The love others have for me. Thank you, Dustin, for that $20. But that's literally what it boiled down to. Would you, because Charlemagne said this shit, and this was like my outlook on everything, and I just didn't have the words to put it in. He once said, People our age, my generation, can't see opportunity if a check is not attached to it. And I said, Motherfucker, he right. Because these motherfuckers, that's why I'm getting all the opportunity. Because everything y'all turn down, I'm picking up. Oh, no, I'm not doing this. You have to pay me. Shit. Mouse here, what? I'm going to do it better than that nigga anyway. So what's up? <laughs> Straight up. Word. Straight up. Like, that's it. If if you ain't got no grit and you ain't really ready to be broke, if you really ain't ready to eat peanut butter sandwiches and bowls of cereal, if you really care about your uh your, your dietary situation for, this may not be it. Because there's many a nights, peanut butter sandwiches, bowls of cereal. Ramen noodles. Never that I've never been that bad Because that's Dang, wax so And I'm not gonna kill myself I'm not gonna kill myself That is pure wax You're putting in your body I'm good I have a lot of wax In my body Okay, okay. <laughs> Are your parents Proud of you? I don't know I don't know Um And I guess that's my Oh I'm about to get Motherfuckers to 
friend, why are you so good at this? What did I do? Um, Dustin shaking his head because he noticed. <laughs> <laughs> so my parents are a little different, right? My um, I feel like my dad's proud. I feel like I went away different from my dad, and I feel like I let him down a little bit with the way I went about my journey. Um, just because I know what he gave up and I know what he instilled in me as a man. Um, but I think overall, to, for me to tell them two years ago, hey, this is all I'm focusing on and this is what's going to happen and this is how it's going to happen. And then for it to happen the exact way, I think he is proud of that. My mom, on the other hand, is a little different story. My mom's rough. Um, like, I don't even remember the last time my mom hugged me. You know what I'm saying? Or like, I make sure I tell my mom, I love you before we get off the phone because she just, she just rough. And my mom just one of those rough moms. And you see it, she just this little, little cute pigeon toe lady. You wouldn't even think <laughs> she is as loud and mean as she is, but that's just her. You know what I mean? So I'm, I say that to say I'm the first dreamer of the family and I'm the first person that acted on a dream and was like, just, just focus what I'm doing. They all... Um, my mom had me at 22. By then, she was already in a trade school. Data entry, which I don't even know if it's a job anymore because there's computers now. Who needs a person typing all day? But she finds work. You feel what I'm saying? And that's all my mom ever cared about was benefits, vacation time, and coming home to yell at us. She provided us with a, with a house to live in, provided us with clothes, but... That was pretty much it for her. And to me, that was like the super opposite. Like, I don't give a fuck about none of that. I need to achieve this dream because if I don't, I'm going to feel like I didn't do anything. I could have a house. I could have all the cars. If I don't achieve my dream or at least throw everything I got at it, then I failed. So with my mom, it, it, I don't know how she looks at this. I think she still views it as a game. Right. And I don't think she—also, she doesn't understand the digital space. You know, she understood, like, when BT did the, the Father's Day commercial, and I was on that. And all her friends hit her up and was like, you see him on there? I'm not going to say my government, but did you see him <laughs> on the TV? And she'd be like, yeah, I seen it. And then she'll text me, like, I seen you on the TV. Shut up. Or, like, <laughs> or like what the—, the Or I, your BET show. She still doesn't understand that you got to go on YouTube to watch it. and So, you don't see, so like, low, all right, I'm— I'm a human, y'all, so go ahead. bear with me. Go ahead. Give it us hurt, some it hurt, it hurt my little feelings a few weeks ago because my, my sisters, I got a sister that's a super genius. She's in Quinnipiac um, studying some shit that I can't pronounce. But uh, she made, like, the honor roll or whatever you make in college. And then my, my youngest sister, who's about to graduate high school, she made the honor roll. And then that all happened the same day I got my show. Mm -hmm. So I make this announcement, and everybody on Twitter is going crazy. Instagram's going crazy. Phone's blowing up, nothing from my mom. But she posted a picture of my sister's like, congratulations, my baby on the honor roll again. I'm like, motherfucker. <laughs> I just got the goddamn show on the network. Oh! I just, but it's my mother. I love her, so I can't hold it against her. But it's like, I don't think she's proud of me. And I, I don't know what it would take to make her proud. You feel what I'm saying? Because I still feel like she had a very specific... I'm an only son, so I and I'm the oldest, so I think she had a very specific outlook Idea, for me yeah. or what she wanted me to be. And I'm going against all that. So I don't know what it... I don't know if she'll ever be proud of me. I don't know. But, you know, I love her. And 
All that. That's all right. That's all. Yeah, I got the soft side. All right. <laughs> like this gangster shit. She did a great right, job, Mouse. Right. Thank you. She did a great she job. She did. She did. She did. I love my mama. But truthfully, our parents come from a different measure and, mm-hmm. and model yes. of success. Completely different. Completely different. I mean, think about it. They didn't even have computers and no. internet, you know? They wasn't even they playing with coming. the AOL disc. We were. We were. <coughs> you know, That's we true. were dealing with a dial-up. And so... My mom I has th- a droid. Put it like that. Says <laughs> um, <laughs> Everybody else in the house got an iPhone. She got a droid. Right. But I think what I'm learning, because... It's similar with my family is that they need to see you stepping into all of this and doing it well and excelling to understand it. I think once I hit TV, like there's something that's about to come on TV in a week. I think once that comes on, I think that's when she'll be like, you know, and I don't think she'll ever let me see it. But I think that's when she'll she'll be like, okay, okay, you got this one. And you know what I will say? You, this is your perception. Right, absolutely. Of how she feels. Mm-hmm. You don't, you know what I mean? Because right. our parents are good. They've had to for survival mm-hmm. all, you know, our, our whole childhoods to not let us know how they're always feeling about things, whether they're stressed mm-hmm. or excited, whatever part of the spectrum they're in, they oh, know no, how to let, kind she of... she con- lets us know when she's stressed. <laughs> that <laughs> well, part, she's no, well, that part, excited. <laughs> she, she's, she, she lets you know. <laughs> let you know. But... For the most part, she may really be proud. Just I hope so. Yeah. I, I, honestly, I hope so. Um, but if I know anything, it's a my concern. Kids are proud, Aww. and that is what makes me. That's what makes it all worth it. Um, I think I did a, a interview for, for what is that shit called? Lifestyle New York City. What y'all should go look at the interview at lifestylenyc.com. Mm-hmm. And he asked me, you know, did getting the show on BET like what did that mean for everything you did before? And I said, nigga, that's, it's, it's like it's some, it made everything before worth it. And that's how I feel about my kids. Like, my kids, because I got them iPads, so I'm able to look at whatever they were looking at. Look at my kids' iPad and be like, oh, she was just looking at my show. Don't Aww. look at my show no more. But That's so cute. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> and, and then to know the parents know me. Because of my 11-year-old, I, I'm one of the younger parents because in 2007, that was the nuanced thing. Uh, teenagers having kids, but with my six year old, there's there's people my age and, and people a little older, people a little younger. So when they see me and they're like, "Your mouse at the at the the, the PTA me and just like, yeah, that's me. <laughs> you fuck with my daughter, I'm gonna bust your ass. Right. <laughs> <laughs> just don't let this TV shit, don't let none of this internet shit fool you. You, right. you play with this this yellow one right here, I'm gonna bust your ass. Right. But um, but to see that and then uh, for them to know or for them to look at me the way I looked at my dad, that's the cool dad. Right, all the kids want to hang out. All the kids want to come over. I'm like, yeah, no, yeah, I'll take y'all ass over there. <laughs> Can you there. imagine Mouse with his red, <laughs> with his shiny red do rag going to the PTA meetings? Oh, the silky! I walk up in there with the silky. You know, just let them know how <laughs> culture. Yeah. Let them know how culturally real it is. And speak up. <laughs> what happened? Okay, just want to um, make yeah, sure. I, see, I was looking at the syllabus, and I've had a couple <laughs> questions here. The syllabus. <laughs> Listen, I did that shit. I did that. I the, that that first that first day shit. Mm-hmm. Went in there, I said, um. So my daughter, the only one in here that looked like this. <laughs> just want to make sure it's equal. Okay, got gotcha. you. Go to the other homeroom to see what the other teachers in classrooms was looking like. There was more <laughs> black kids. There was more black kids in their class than my. I said, God. God, and they, they be trying to act like she ain't black. I said, she's black. She's a little lighter than everybody. She's black as shit. 
Let her talk long enough. She's going to show you how black she is. But no, that's it. That's what, my kids are proud, and that's Cut all I really care on. about. Cut that you motherfucking Cardi B on. Oh, my God. And when Lord. everybody else stand, yo, they know. The snaps that's on beat. They know Takashi 6. From. They know, oh, they know cool. Gomo. And I never played that shit for them, yo. I promise on my life, I ain't never played Gomo around them. But these kids they now like, are so Look, you got this Debbie. Yeah. And they can't, you notice these kids can't stay still. They can't. They oh, no. know all the dances. Mm-hmm. I look oh, at my shoot. little cousins shoot, and they shoot, don't shoot. know how to stand. They just dance they all stand, day. That's all. They shoo, shoo. <laughs> I mean, I'm like, like oh, do you no. stand? You just dance They just levitating and shit. Listen, it's either that it's or they amazing. ask for your phone. So yep. I'll be like, go dance. Yeah. Go dance because you ain't getting this fucking phone. Yep. I don't need no fucking problems. And plus, I don't want you to be the one that can't dance. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> oh I, don't my want the, God. I don't want that and for that's the kids. most important. I'm sure you don't either. I ain't got no control over the 11 year yeah. She can't, she ain't, the rhythm didn't touch up. That's okay. So, so what's, the, what's the final goal, Miles? So that when mm. you achieve it. So when I don't it, get it, or you're listening to be like, motherfucker, you said. <laughs> <laughs> no, so when you achieve it, we can click back to this clip and be like, remember he said that in 2018? Um, The final goal. It's very simple, to be honest. Um, I want to do Good Morning America in the morning. Wow. And I want to do either the midday or the prime time or Slide at Hot 97. And I want to be known as the guy who brought these motherfuckers back. When you get a job at Hot 97, can I have one too? Can you help put me on? Oh, at, <laughs> when I get the job at Hot 97, I'm bringing the entire culture. Come on. All right. Mouse Jones for Hot 97. <laughs> Ebro be gone. That's actually a word. I mean, hey. And I think that should be the name of this podcast, but no friend don't get, get <laughs> no, down like that. No, we are not calling no this Ebro Be, be Gone. <laughs> if you say it real fast, it sound like a tongue. Ebro Be Gone. <laughs> Asha Babaha. <laughs> but if you put that on the shirt, on you know, I want me like no. a piece. I'm just saying. No, but yeah, just, I just, that's very simple, man. I just want to be, just want to be able to restore the, 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 that creativity and the culture that we felt in the 90s, like when everything was new, everything was fresh. That's what I want. And, and authentic, most importantly. And I don't want to be the guy that gets it and just sits on it. Now, I'm going to do this. When my time up, I'm going over here. I'm never going to die out. I'm just going to show people, like, like it's like it's like almost like, and we get in like this, it's almost like talking to your parents about music. Like, Dad, the music ain't go nowhere. You have a streaming service now. I ain't heard my dad complain about hip-hop since. <laughs> you can listen to everything you want to listen to. It just ain't gonna be always always gonna be on the radio, and that's all it is. And that's when I loved what uh what's that station called one hundred three, and some station in the city. It's an old school station, and it play old school R and B, and it play old school hip hop all day. You can't be mad at that. No. So you can't. Don't complain about Hot ninety seven. <laughs> you grew up with it, and now Hot ninety seven has prepared you to go to one hundred three, and I'm all dead. the old people should go. No, I'm just saying. And that's for the fans and the personalities and the workers alike. It makes no sense to have a 50-year-old programming music for a 21-year-old. It doesn't make sense. Mm. What do you know about New Freezer? We bumped into Flex, yeah, two months ago. That was prophecy from the the Fugees on Funkmaster Flex. Oh, I have to host. The funny part is, right, I told all the shit about Funk Flex, and I got a host with him (laughs) in July. I'm going to come to that. I'm going to talk so much shit before I introduce him. That's another thing. All the people you talk shit, what happens when you see them at these events? They do nothing. (laughs) The fuck? I'm going to take a word out of uh, a word from the, the Bible of tax stone. Be safe, though. That's what they no, do. No, gosh. Like, leave me. All you got to do is leave me alone, bro. And any issue I have with anybody, it can all be fixed with a conversation. 
you ain't shooting my kids, you ain't disrespecting my kids, you ain't disrespecting my baby mother, you ain't shooting my mother. All this could be fixed with conversation. The problem is, I'm just Mouse Jones. Why you got to have a conversation with me? And they really feel like that. Right. So, when some of your favorite personalities are running down 7th Ave with the scuttle. <laughs> oh, my God. I'd be like, damn, son. I can't listen to your podcast the same way. <laughs> <laughs> On that note. Mouse Jones. The hood perspective. <laughs> <laughs> I swear to God, I'm going to find out who did that shit. I was so offended. I was like, the other shit said like, Ivy League. Baccalaureate. Uh, Baccalaureate. <laughs> I'm looking at those shit get to me. They're like therapists. But it gave me the great. Scholar. Look, and then they get the mouse. It zooms in on do-rag. No, nope, <laughs> the, the It gave me the lusty eye picture. They grabbed a picture of an intro. I was like, oh, this was a sexy picture of me. I look at the bottom. It said hood perspective. Oh. I said, bitch. I said, ain't this a bitch? But shout out to Temple. Uh, that was a great that, that was a great experience. Hood perspective. Well, thank you, Mouse. Thank you thank so you much, guys. Mouse. We wish you the best. Yes. Thank you. Thank we're excited because you are you. a different perspective. I think I think uh, the voice that you bring has kind of been washed out from media because now everybody has to play the political game. Yeah. You know, it was, it was of, all of let's all play nice. Nicest, who could, right, let's who all play nice. just to ask the most. Right. You do a disservice to your brand. You do a disservice to yourself. You do a disservice to the artist because now nobody knows who anybody is. Right. Well, we're excited for your fresh voice. And we'll be rooting for you. Yes, we will. And we'll replay this clip <laughs> when your show is on television. Yeah. Shout out to, so tell, remind everybody where they can watch I'll Apologize Later and The Pull Up. You can watch the uh, I'll Apologize Later and The Pull Up. You can watch that on YouTube, uh, BT Network. So go subscribe to that. You can listen to He-Man, Woman Haters Club each and every Wednesday yes. on SoundCloud and iTunes. And that's all I got. And The Great Vine on YouTube. And that's out every Thursday. Um, and then I'll be pissing people off at mouse underscore Jones on Twitter and Instagram. Do you guys have any church announcements before we get out of here? Um, not particularly. Not that I can share right now. However, you can Ooh. catch me on Wednesdays on com. Grown man shit. We have some new things coming with that. Um, and, you know, just new releases every Wednesday. Also, the Friends on. I might not have heard about it. It's a little podcast <laughs> that's touring. We'll be in Los Angeles on June 16th. June 16th. So, L.A., come fuck with us. You can see us on June 16th. Tickets are available at thefriendzonelive.com. Come see us. You know what I mean? It's the West Coast. I heard it's the best coast. <laughs> We're going to see what's up. So, Oh, July 1st, I'm, I'm inviting all of y'all to Dope Barbecue. Okay. None of y'all have been to a Mouse Jones party. I'm okay. inviting out a dope barbecue. The friend zone, everybody's name will be on the list. Where is it? Every, it's going to be at Knockdown Center. And, okay. Um, it's, it's like on the border of Queens and uh, Bushwick, Brooklyn. It's right there. <laughs> <laughs> I know. It's a trick. I know y'all going to say it's right there. Y'all going to be on the list. Everybody gets a plus one except Fran because Fran, if I see you with a nigga, come in there. <laughs> I'm going to violate. So, I'm going to be Fran's plus one. <laughs> now what? Oh, okay, y'all good then. Because if I see a nigga with Fran, I'll be like, no, I'm gonna come. Get I'm the gonna fuck come away from her. I'm gonna come with uh, Wheezy and Mandy B. <laughs> <laughs> Wheezy, Mandy B. I don't have no issues with you. That was all Ivy Rivera. Uh huh. Yeah. Ivy, way, Ivy Rivera got the issue with you. I don't got no issue with y'all. Oh my god. Ivy Rivera said that y'all uh, black and white make Spanish. I didn't say that. You know what? One last thing. Now that he's talking about issues, I fell into a rabbit hole of these new rappers. Have you heard of Rico Nasty? Yes. Oh, I love her. So I was listening to her music because I'm like, you know, I want to know what's going on with these youngins. 
And I started looking her up on YouTube, and you all the these little girls have beef. I'm like, why are they all fighting? All of them. I mean, literally, all the I mean, fighting. fighting. Oh, no. Like, like at South by Southwest, where you're supposed to be oh. amplifying your platform, and they're like pulling each other's wigs off. Yes, Rico Nasty was down there on that ground. I saw that. I couldn't believe it, but you know, you know that's what, what I mean? they do. It makes me Bye. sad. I'm and then like, the people y'all need that are be... beefing in hip hop that should be throwing hands aren't. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like honestly, all this shit is Elliot didn't talk. Why ain't nobody caught her outside yet? She you probably don't saying? go outside. What's the, like, what's she like, don't go outside, bro. Where you gonna catch at? at the <laughs> chicken not... coop. No, I'm just playing. <laughs> Shout out to Wax. I love Azalea Banks. Shout out to Wax. I love her. Somebody told me Azalea Banks yo her chickens from And her wax. new video is good. She looks amazing. <laughs> no, but all, no, but seriously, all jokes aside, it really hurt my heart seeing yeah. their, these videos of these little girls like beating each other's asses. You gotta let it happen though. The culture needs it. What you mean the culture, the needs, culture it. needs it? These like, girls need to be in the studio and for what? making money, not, not beating be each other up at South by Southwest. I respect that energy, man. If you feel worried about somebody, you see them and you feel like it needs to go to the hands, I respect it. Hey, Instead of being on stage when you're supposed to be performing. What's the worst that's going to happen? Somebody going to take an L. Every time. You know how I many ass whoopers oh, no. I got? You know how many times niggas hit me? <laughs> and I like, I ain't getting knocked out. But you know how many times niggas hit me and I was on my butt for a minute? Like, hey, hold on. <laughs> Change the way I talk shit? A little bit. <laughs> no, it didn't. Guess. What the point I is, know. I now know Change that if time. I say something... And it ain't that funny. They I need to have enough time to move back so I can hit your ass. First. That's what I'm. That's what it changed. This what I'm saying. We yeah. need like we gotta stop trying to like. And I know it's it's gonna sound weird or sound regular coming from me. Issues. Not, let's not call it beef because ain't nobody gonna die over this. Issues. Mm-hmm. It's okay. Little competition. Okay. If you don't like the person, that's okay. If you gotta fight them, that's okay. Because at the end of the day, you're going to lose the fight or you're going to win the fight. Those are the only two options. Then you're going to go rap about it. But it never ends. Because then they're going to rap about it, no. make videos about it, see each other at next year's South by, beat each other's ass again. Energy. Oh, my God. Like, that's really on site. The, the hood perspective. I'm just glad respected. it was at South by and not the BT Hip Hop Awards. <laughs> yeah, we don't need, we don't need, you know we don't need that energy, yeah. y'all. Hey, Give me all the gowns and, and shit at the BT Hip Hop Awards and bus ass at South by South. No, I'm with. Or at the MTV Awards. Fight at the MTV no, Awards. No, I don't want them to fight. But if they do fight, I'd rather be in, one, in a wide open space. Yeah, let's let's not fight at the BT Awards. Yeah. BT Hip Hop Awards. Anyway, that's right. June 6th, next Wednesday. If I were a rapper, is back at 7:30 p.m. It's Wednesday again. Um, if I were a rapper.com for tickets. Watch Dustin demolish Wheezy. That's what's gonna happen. And I believe Mouse should be in the house. I'm there. I'm and you gave me a plus one. You know I'm I did. Up. I gave Mouse a plus one, so he will be there having fun. Friend, you was going already? <laughs> yeah. Oh. <laughs> 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 I'm telling you, I'm, I, all right. Let me chill. I guess now Mouse doesn't need a plus one. <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm out the game. This is all facetious. I have my doop doop. <laughs> His doop doop. <laughs> yeah, like you know, you you know when you like go to say something and people bleep it out. Doop. Mm-hmm. I got my doop doop. Okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. How right. about you, friend? Church announcements. Nope. Nothing. Nothing new yet. All right, y'all. Well, it's been Mouse Jones here with the hood perspective this week's Friend Zone. <laughs> and Friend Zone out. As always, thank you guys for listening. We love you. That's right. And thank you, Mouse. We'll catch yeah. you guys next week. Bye.